Extreme PC UK. Welcome to episode 63 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 28th of April and I'm Nick, your host, also known on Steam as Extreme PC UK. Today joining me on the show we have... Hello, it's Trev and on Steam and Twitch I am Trainspotting Trev. I'm Aaron on Twitch I am Baron Bo Aaron. And hi, I'm Amy. I am a full-time streamer over on Twitch. Uh, I am known as Leaf. Uh, this is my first time on the podcast, so thank you guys very much for having me. Cheers for oh. being on. It's good to <laughs> yeah. get you on. We actually met Amy uh, as she came to I64 of us. She was one of our streamers, um, so it's pretty cool. And uh, I do have to say, you're a much better streamer than I'll ever be. Um, <laughs> Suck up. <laughs> it's, it's not a hard, hard thing to accomplish. Uh, she's a way, way a love, uh, uh, bigger than me. Like She's right up there, so... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her stream I'm probably just... crushes all of us. <laughs> oh, definitely. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no. To be fair, you you do stream variety, don't you? So you change yes. as you go. Um, but yeah, I see you doing a lot of Warframe, which we're going to be talking about a little bit today. Yeah, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Cool. Right. Um, if anyone's got any questions, send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. Um, we're happy to do all your questions. We've got a few today, I think, a couple. Um, uh, one thing I do need to talk about before we go any further is uh, a big apologies because uh, the first time ever I wasn't on the show last week or last month, sorry, because Trev took over. It was a Trev takeover. How did it go, Trev? Uh, it was mostly fine. Um, there was a couple of ums and ahs, but uh, it's completely different when you were doing it as opposed to someone else doing it. Yeah, All did the you, notes and the preparation and stuff. So. Did Did you find being the host was a bit more difficult than actually being the guest? Oh, hell yes. Hell yes, yeah, yeah. But thankfully I had Grey Gamer on with me. And what are you trying can, to say? Uh, he could, uh, that means he's, he's better than you. Nah. Um, <laughs> he, he, he can talk a lot and fill in the blanks and help me out of a, a spot when it looks like it's running a bit dry or a bit crap. So, yeah, he was, he was a legend for stepping in. Thanks, Grey. Cool, cool. Um, if you want to connect with us, everybody, we've got the Steam group, Instagram, Facebook, the main one, the Discord. There's been a lot of people joining Discord this month as we've been at IS64. Um, right, let's get into this. Uh, iTunes reviews. Um, I see that we had a bad review, the first bad review we ever had, and we had that last month, and sadly I weren't here to talk about it. But um, I believe you was, Trev. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a funny one. We just tried to make... Uh... A bit of humour out of it because not everyone's going to enjoy it. Basically, it was the guy was saying uh, it, was, it was an Aussie guy because it was Aussie in his username. He was basically saying we're a bit immature and he does not a big fan of that. And I'm thinking he should tune into our Twitch streams if he thinks this is immature. <laughs> I, I think we do a decent job in this. We're a bit jokey, a bit silly sometimes, but that's the way we like it. We wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. So sorry, you don't like that man. We can't please everyone, but 99% of everyone else does like it. So. All I can say is, don't be such a square, boring guy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> okay. There's always going to be one in the bunch, right? <laughs> yeah. That's people need to take a chill pill sometimes, you know. Uh, admittedly, um, fair enough to people that have complained about the sound quality, because that is my fault. Because I'm so busy recently that we a lot of the time we're rushed for time. We're trying to get into this pretty quick, but we're still trying to keep the podcast going out. You know, there's a lot of people that want to see our podcast. There's a lot of people that, like, if I didn't put the podcast out, we would get a lot of mails saying, where's the podcast? We like listening to you guys. But I find 90% of the people are on the same wavelength as us. We we keep it serious with the games. 
you know we talk about the games but we also have a laugh and it's about the whole journey of like extreme pc uk and everybody we meet and everybody we work with so at the end of the day you know if it's something you're not interested in then that's just uh down down to you as a person but if you are we love you (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah right should we move on to some of the news yeah well the biggest news is if everybody's been following us uh, we've actually been at Insomnia 64, I64. Um, I was running the whole new streamer zone, um, which is uh, run by Belong Gaming Arenas. And if if you've been to Insomnia, you get like the whole main expo one side where you've got all the new games, people playing games, stuff like that. Um, and then on the other side, you've got the LAN party, which can hold about like, I think it's about nearly 3,000 people. And everybody buys a ticket, they come down and they literally play games on the, on the LAN uh, there's lots of competitions, there's lots of stuff going on, lots of people shouting at each other, like, because obviously they're all on the same, like, say they're playing CSGO, they're all in the same room, so say, like, us four on here now was playing CSGO, we would be playing, and we'd get matched with somebody in the room, another team on the other side of the room, randomly, and it's really funny, because you hear people, like, giving it, yeah, and then, like, other guy on the other side will stand up and be like, shut up! And it just and, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yeah, you just hear the noises bounce backwards and forwards through the crews. Um, and I, I, I just love it. And I, I had a really, really good time. Amy, you was there. Trev, you was there. What were your mm-hmm. views on I sixty four? There was just such an atmosphere. I think I've been to Insomnia before, and I've done the expo, and that was great. It was fine, but it's completely different being in the uh, in the land party in the BYOB. It's no, BYOC, isn't it? Like that. Um, <laughs> a BYOB. Bring, well, bring, bring your own box. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Yeah, no, it is, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Like, the atmosphere, obviously, we're there early. We've got there a day early to, to like, uh, sort out all of our tables, build all the machines, get all of our streams, because we're running a streamer zone. Um, and everybody was streaming live from there. We had a massive amount of people, like, thanks to Amy and Tash. Uh, we had a massive amount of people getting in um, and getting involved whilst we was actually building our mm-hmm. machine, which I'll go into in a little while. But yeah, did you see it when everybody, when the doors open, you lot were actually quite shocked. I see your faces. Yeah. Like they announced yeah. that the that the BYOC is about to open, and then it's just like a zombie of people with computers, uh, and they're all it just was marching. Like a Black Friday sale or something. Like, <laughs> everyone was going nuts for the last TV. It was crazy. I thought it was. Going it was to get absolutely killed. mental. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's. It like. To me, I was so busy working, I didn't like because I was planning everything. I wasn't I didn't have that much time to watch, but I did did uh, actually see Tash. She goes running outside of the um, computer area we're in and goes up to some guy and grabs his computer and then starts walking off with it. And I'm like, does she know him? She comes back and she goes, oh, I was really worried about him <laughs> dropping it. And Trevor's like, man, she's a nice girl. <laughs> Do you remember Let's that, Trevor? Uh, don't mess with Tash. Yeah. It was a good. It was a good event. I enjoyed it. That was <clears throat> excuse me. That was my first event as well. I went to um, I sixty two just for the expo, and it's it's like a day, half a day event. That's whatever. That's okay. But the BYOC is where it's at, <clears throat> and and because the lights don't turn on, they dim at like ten o'clock on Thursday night, and then they don't come back on again until like late on on Monday. It's just mental. I think, you don't realise what's happening, do you? I think no. it was quite shocking when all the lights went out and then everybody's like, hold on a minute, we've got a streamer zone and it's dark. No one can see us. Yeah. And then you lot actually <sighs> ordered ring lights, didn't you, overnight? 
Yeah, like the lights were supposed to come on. I was told 10 o'clock at night, they dim. That makes sense. 10 o'clock in the morning, they come back on so you know what's happening. And they weren't coming back on. And Tasha's going nuts. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm streaming here and there's there's nothing <laughs> happening. I can't see anything. And then she whips out this ring light and I'm like, what's the problem? So I'm like, I want one of them. So I ordered one from Amazon. Uh, you know that Amazon locker? You lot could have like asked me if I wanted a ring light. Uh, well, do you want a ring light, mate? I, I would have had one, yeah. <laughs> but it's more difficult for you guys. If anything, you needed it more because you had to have like lights and stuff shone on you when you're make, doing the bills because you couldn't see bugger all. It weren't. Do you uh, know what? Me and Jansen, we're pretty much used to it. We've built in all sorts of environments. You wouldn't believe the place we built computers before. And uh, if you saw behind closed doors and you actually saw us building a computer, you'd probably be quite shocked. Like, sometimes we'll really? just, just be chilled in my front room. Mrs. is watching telly. We'll just be chilling. The stuff turns up well late at night, so it's in my house. We'll just order a pizza. And my missus will be like, turn them lights off over there. And keep the noise down, you two. And we'll be sitting there, Jansen's mm-hmm. with his coffee. And we'll just be having a laugh in the background, just building computers. And it's pretty chilled. Um, we built quite a few computers for that show. I think we turned up with three new builds. Yeah. Which was... Uh, which we'd done the night before, two of them, so it was pretty good. But, uh, tell, as well. tell them about the PCs briefly, mate. Like, and I'll, I can maybe talk about the third one, because that's going to be my news as well, isn't it? Um, well, for two of them, we used um, the Fantex... I can't remember the name of the case. It's the, the tall, really tall, skinny one. Um, a Shift. Um, okay. They're both called Shift, I think. Uh, you get a tall one, and you get a small one. Man, they're absolutely tiny to build in. We, we'd done one where we kept it air-cooled, and it was just basically for the spare streamer to use, because we had a, a float space, so that someone, if anyone was there that was a streamer, we could get them in, they can have an hour or two-hour slot, um, and then they can use that time to bring awareness to the BYOC and the streamer zone. Because for us, it was all about getting out the streamer zone to the public, um, making it a bigger thing, because it's totally new. If you noticed, inside the BYOC, there was no stands, so you didn't have any company selling stuff, there was just literally food stands and the bar, um, and that was it. Um, one thing I did just realise, no one bought a drink from the bar. No, no, Curly did. Curly bought some drinks. Oh, that's typical Curly, um, ain't it? It's, <laughs> I, was, I was disappointed in that respect that I thought one of those nights we were going to, <clears throat> after six o'clock, we were all finished streaming, we were going to carry out, like you could order the beers and stuff in from the Q-Jacker thing they've got there. And I was hoping we'd all get some beer, ciders, what and and then just play some casual games around the desk at night. But yeah. we never done that once. I think I was is... ready for that on Sunday, and we ended up in the casino at 3am. <laughs> yeah, see, I would have been up for it, but I'll be honest with you, for me, like, obviously, you lot was probably quite stressed with how much you was doing all the time, and you probably felt tired. For me, it was a hundred times worse. I looked at my phone over that weekend, chair, yeah, and I had a phone call or a missed call uh, average every three minutes. Of the whole time wow. we was there. Let's call. Yeah. So, so I literally I put my phone in my pocket. I'll start doing the build or something, and then I can't feel my phone once it's in my pocket. It's on silent. I'd look at it ten minutes later. There'll be twenty missed calls, where somebody's trying to contact me, meet me, or do something. And, and a lot of people I was meant to meet because obviously I've got a lot of people outside of um, streaming and stuff that are in the gaming industry. That at these shows, it becomes like one big family. Everybody wants to meet up. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Amy saw, we met quite a few people there that we just got briefly enough time to talk to them for 10 minutes. 
and then that was it and then we had to go back to doing the work um and that's how it becomes when you start going to these shows you start getting to know lots of companies and stuff um it's pretty crazy really and i I would have loved to have just chilled out and had a couple of beers and and played the games and stuff but it was like it got to the point where it'd be like what's happening tonight oh uh everybody's seems to be going to the pub again because uh, you sort of get used to going to that pub, the Spoons, in mm-hmm. in the um, expo place, don't you? Like their private bar. And yeah, it, I'm a bit of pub quiz, though, dude. That pub quiz was epic, wasn't it? Oh, uh, uh, Amy, man, you I missed was, out on that. I was oh, battered. No, I'm really good. Oh, next time, next time, Amy, we're all battered, pretty much battered. Um, okay. and, I, and I was singing and dancing to Robbie Williams, which means I am totally battered at that. <laughs> I never saw that. I'd have beaten you up. Uh, <laughs> Did you want to know something? Alicia Sakumi said the exact same thing. She went, what? You were dancing? I'm like, yeah, I never danced. No, I'm not talking about the dancing. I'm talking about dancing to Robin Williams, you sad Well, Robbie Williams. <laughs> Robin Robin Williams. Guy, That's it, Robin. Cheesy, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Oh, man. This is what happens when you record a podcast when you're burnt out, like proper burnt out. Like, honestly, yeah. people, if there's any mistakes, uh, me, Amy, and Trev... Uh, we're pretty much like proper burnt out because we've been doing this show and so much catch up work after and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you lot don't realise the minute I got back, I had discussions about the next one, um, yeah. and I've got like three or four more major um, things happening which I can't talk about right now. But all off the back of that, uh, like builds, um, like s- s- things I can't really talk about. Like, but this it's a lot of work for me to do until I can bring that bring that stuff to light. Um, yeah. So I got back and started working straight away. So well, Nick, I didn't, I didn't stream this week at all actually because I, I like four days straight for long periods of time. I just felt burnt out, and people were like, "Oh, when's your schedule up?" I'm like, "I'll start it again from tomorrow." I needed a break. Yeah, but Amy's like on it. She's like, "Ah, I don't give a shit. I've got my tea, man. I'm, I'm on it." Well, the thing is, for Amy, she's <laughs> tell, in tell a... me about your thermos, Amy. Tell me about your tea. Right, I, d- I, I have the thermos with me now for this podcast as well, right? It's a two-liter thermos that I fill with tea every single day, and I have it without fail, empty by the end of every single stream. Two I love liters. tea. Two I liters of tea. Do you sleep at yeah. night if you have two like caffeine at that time of night? Uh, caffeine doesn't affect me anymore because wow. I have too much of it. <laughs> tea makes you go to the toilet though, so you must be like, man, I've got to go to the toilet. Yeah, a little bit. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I... My missus gets young with me because, like, I don't drink tea or coffee or any hot drinks because I'm always red hot. Like, doesn't matter how cold it is, I'm always hot. But then sometimes I'll have tea and I make it well strong because I want to dip some biscuits in it. And then my missus gets oh. a right up with me because I'll buy three packs of biscuits You're and one of them. I'll eat all three packs of biscuits with that one cup mm. of tea. And by the time I finish, the tea's completely gone and I'm packed oh. full of biscuits. What what biscuits are they though? That's the oh man, this is a good conversation. Rich tea, <laughs> gotta love the rich tea fingers. Oh, rich tea fingers are the best. They're so underrated. Yeah, oh, you put like twenty yes. in one go, don't you? You did a whole pack in yes. three bites. There's rich tea fingers. I know there's rich tea, but rich tea fingers. Yeah, man. Oh, that's superior. Come on, Trev. You know you like a finger. So <laughs> I could pre- wow. possibly comment. On the wow. <laughs> that's not what you're saying in my hotel room. Anyway. um... <laughs> Yeah. Oh. I wonder why that guy put that comment. That, that well, we're you. just so childish, aren't we? I just had to live up to it. Um, oh. Anyway, uh, the other one I like is a hobnob, chocolate hobnob. Oh, yeah. A digestive. Oh, yeah. And that's chocolate pretty much... Hobnobs, that's pretty much an OT, maybe an OT or a ginger biscuit. Mm. 
Okay. We've turned into the extreme biscuit eating podcast. It's my fault I brought teeth. Talking about I64 and we're talking about biscuits. But this is, do you know what? This is what we like about the podcast. It's like, you know, just the, the general conversation will flow to whatever. And I can guarantee you there's a few people out there now listening right now and they're thinking, I like a rich tea and all. Yeah. How do you dunk your biscuit? Do you dunk a biscuit? If you do what biscuit, do you dunk? Put it in chat now, please. Put it in chat. We're not on the live pod. They will be. If, they will be if they go on the Discord. Oh right, but they're not listening now, Trev. They're listening when they're listening. So in a week's time, we'll just get yeah. like yeah. ball ball. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be so random, just a random rich team popping up in the Discord. And we're All right, like, let's try it. Let's try it. People, we'll four will know about it. Anyone on the podcast, join the Discord and uh, just put your random biscuit in. <laughs> not a random biscuit. Your favorite biscuit. Your favorite biscuit. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. But um, yeah, back to I64 anyway. Uh, whilst we was there, there was a lot of other stuff we was doing as well. So um, me and Jansen, obviously we're Extreme Peace UK, it's just us two. We was running the beauty pageant um, for the Blong BYC. And what that entails is basically we go around the whole of the um, BYC where there's all the computers, all the people. We look for the best, second best, third and the worst PC. Um, when we find them, them people, thanks to Thermal Take uh, for giving us prizes, they sponsored us. They gave us um, some really nice prizes. There was a, uh, a expensive PC case. There was a free length uh, 360 rad uh, all-in-one cooler, and there was a power supply. And then they had um, another case which was meant to be for like the worst PC, like wooden spoon prize sort of thing. Um, and what we was going to do originally was we was going to do that as one like big giveaway. And then obviously we work with Asus a lot and Asus are also sponsoring us to do the uh, Asus ROG My Rig, which if you go on their channel, they do this ROG, Asus ROG My Rig where they actually do different computers and they pimp them out. It's a bit like Pimp My Ride. Um, and what happened was we was going around on the first day uh, for our schedule and we was looking around all the computers to see which ones we thought were really good and bad or whatever and we happened to walk past a guy that had a petrol can like Ooh. a proper petrol can and if you want to see this it's on our twitter at the top at the moment it's pinned up there so you can see the time lapse and so with that i saw this petrol can it was full of like all low-end stuff in there uh, and what the story was was the guy um, his friend was coming, he needed to give him a computer, so he just thought, what shall I do, I'll make something random. So he went out to his garage, found a jerry can, you know, like the ones the army have, the metal ones, literally cut it in half, put some hinges on it, and he basically put a PC inside it. Very low end, but it was good enough for his mate to play, and they brought it to the BYC. I happened to see this, or actually Christian happened to see it first, and uh, he's like, look man, that guy come up with some proper ideas um, with this petrol can so then I went back to Asus we was talking to Asus about it and I was like look do you know what this is a, a perfect opportunity to do a rug my rig and to do something absolutely crazy and to be fair it was a big job because we had no tools with us we only had screwdrivers uh, and our basic tools we had no modding tools we had no dremel or drills or anything like that so it and it was dark in there as well um, so Asus were like, look, do you reckon you can pull this off? So me and Jansen, as we always do, we just say yes to everything. Like, yes, men. So we're like, yeah, we'll do that. Um, so anyway, we go and get this guy's computer. And we literally managed to, in about, I think it's about six hours, transform this and put about two grand's worth of Asus gear in there. Um, 
There was lighting systems from Asus. There was a 9700K. There was an Apex motherboard. It was it was top notch. Like this thing, we actually proper pimped it out. And I'm sure if you're watching Asus's channel on Twitter, so if you go Asus Rog UK, you will definitely see a video coming out in the next couple of weeks of us actually doing with the whole film crew doing the whole interview and all that. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, so that was really good as well, which I don't think you lot really saw that that much, did you? No, you asked us to come round, and I did at one point briefly, but because we were streaming a bit, it was more difficult for us to be involved as much. But we got involved a bit, so... And some of them were really impressive. I was really impressed with some of those machines, man. Yeah. Um, I, I've got to say as well, big thanks to Amy and Tash again. Like, you two jumped on my stream, and you made that day, mm-hmm. I think, what it was, because you took over it my stream. It was really stream. good fun. Yeah, and you commentated yeah, we... on everything we was doing, which was really, really yeah. good. Curly as well, man. Curly. Give him yeah, a Curly did a lot as well. Basically, yeah, yeah. the um, the Extreme PC stream, they were streaming the build of this um, Jerry Can PC, uh, but there wasn't like a commentary or anything over it. So us streamers, we weren't streaming at the time. We were meant to be, but there was a lot going on. So we weren't. So we just decided amongst us, like, we should just hop on and make it, I don't know, like enjoyable. So people hang around and watch. And it went really, really well. And we actually ended up having a really good time. Yeah, you actually did look like you was all having a good time. Um mm-hmm. Uh, which was quite it's quite funny because like I just cracked on with with my normal stuff and I'm normally really really funny about people touching my stuff or using my computer or anything like that and I just turned around and I was like what am I not doing they're all sitting at my desk and then I realized that you was commentating Tash came over and asked me a few questions and stuff um, but it actually turned out so much better than it would have been otherwise it was like at that point in time fair play to everyone the whole team all knitted together and everybody done the best they could to make that mm-hmm. the best it could have been. And I think that paid off with a lot of companies as well. A lot of companies saw that. They saw us pull together. Um, actual I64 and Belong BYC, um, actual words from those guys was, look, I never had to come over here and check your stand once because you're doing such a good job. So to get comments like that on the first time it's ever been done, and it's the first event I've ever actually run, um, and it's the first event you lot have actually been to, it was yep. really, really good to have you guys on the team. I made the best decisions with getting you guys because <laughs> when I actually picked you all of you lot, like obviously I vetted everybody and thought, because I said to you, Amy, as well, I think like I'm looking for people that I feel have got the seriousness we have when you need it. And this goes mm-hmm. back to like the review earlier on as well, the bad review we got. You know, when we need to be serious, we're very serious. When we need to get work done, we get the work done. But outside yeah, of definitely. that, we all have a laugh. We're all chilled. And it's just like pretty chilled, laid back, have the fun. Fun's fun, yeah. works work. And you know, I think yeah. it paid everyone off pretty well. Everyone in our little team was exactly like that. It was perfect. Yeah, that no, was really, really good. But yeah, everyone, I64. Um, we might be at I65 doing the same thing. Not 100% sure yet. Um, still waiting on confirmations and plans and stuff like that. But I'm sure they'll come for in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I64. What a wicked weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll definitely be doing it again. And I'm hopefully you lot will be up for it again as well. Yeah, I'd yeah. definitely be down for that. Yeah. Yes. Would there anything you'd change about it? Turn the lights on. Yeah, uh, give us uh, more lights, please. During the day, please, please. <laughs> and, and, and try not kill the power again, Nick. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah. Um, basically, that wasn't actually my fault. So do you want me to go through what actually happened there? It was definitely your fault. No, no, it weren't my fault. <laughs> I was the guy, I was the cable guy at the time, but it weren't my fault. Basically, when they build the stands, so when we first get there, me and Jansen, it's before you lot are allowed in, um, it's just literally 
yellow light, uh, white chalk on the floor showing me where my space is. So the space I've got to work with um, is all marked out. So what I have to do at that point is I have to go, uh, the electrical guys and the internet people, because obviously we had super fast internet. Um, the internet oh, people yeah. will come in and they'll say to me, look, where are you putting all of your stand? Because we need to run the cables safely where no one can trip over them, fall over them, see them, stuff like that. And what it turned out was where our power drop was, because you get a power drop, um, where it was, was in the middle of our stand. So instead of running one cable, they had to run two cables. So they run one from the left and one from the right. And obviously they're looped back into the floor. But on them left and right cables, they said to us, look, we've done it. They, I had a whole team of people there working out how much wattage and power and all that and like stuff for the floor. And I, they said it's going to be close to the limit. So we're like, yeah, that's cool. We've only got these computers anyway. But then what we did is when we did the Rog My Rig, we plugged in the petrol can, which was enough to just take the power too far. To blow up. To, to switch one half mm-hmm. of all the streamers off. And it was so funny because if you see Trev's face, he was like a lost kitten. <laughs> Amy actually gave him a raid. How many people? Was that 80 people or something, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. I was trying to entertain them and talk to them and say hello, and then I'm like, uh, what happened? Because it's a laptop, so it's still got power. I'm still playing. Then I tried to connect to my phone, and because everyone else is battering the cellular network, I couldn't get anywhere. I'm like, Nick, <laughs> what are you playing at, man? What have you done? But the thing is, I've got a whole crew there like, digging up the floor, like pulling up all the panels <laughs> to try and find the electric, and Trev's just there saying, hello, I just got raided there with 80 people, and you lot have messed it up. <laughs> Don't worry about anyone else. All the computers are switched off in the background. But could you imagine uh, if it done the... Amy, all the same? Yeah. Could you imagine if it done the whole of the power? That'd be pretty oh, bad. That would have been That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, when something like that happens, it's happened in the past, and when that happens, everybody's just like, yeah, they'll start clapping oh, and cheering. The, the network went down a couple of times when we were there, separately. Yeah. And everybody just jumps up and starts shouting. <laughs> you think they'd be used to it. The speeds there are rapid. I don't know what the the normal guys there were getting, but we were getting like a standard of like 50 download, but we were getting like a gig up. Mm-hmm. That was phenomenal. So I had no issues yeah. apart from the two small drops. Yeah. But yeah, I64. Can't wait for I65. It's going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Trev, what's your news? Yes, mate. So uh, he was talking about two a uh, couple of the PCs he had there on show. Uh, one of the PCs was his own PC, the Android that you've seen before. Or no, you don't call it Android. What do you call it again? Uh, my one, Bishop. Yeah, you call it Bishop because it's the Android from Aliens, uh, which is a beautiful PC. Uh, the and reason the why it's Meadow, called that is because of the white blood in Bishop, the Android in Aliens film. It's I, like I would hope, I would hope they know that man if they've seen Aliens. Come on, Give Amy, did you know that? Erin, did you know that? What about Bishop and Aliens? Nothing. Yeah, I've seen a, Yeah, I've seen all. But of did you know my classes. computer was built on that? I didn't know that. You might have told me that at some point, but uh, I don't care enough to remember. I'm just joking. Oh man, where do we find her? <laughs> where, where do we get her from? Anyway, that's that's Nick's pride and joy. That's his baby. Um, and the one in the middle, I didn't know this until actually after the event. Uh, that was Aris machine um it was beautiful and somebody actually went up to nick wanting to buy that for for five five k you said they just pulled out five k in notes and 50 50 pound notes notes, and he's like i can't sell it i wish i I think the same guy or a different guy done the same thing to tash as well that it was a beautiful machine arrows one it's it's just totally it's the one if you look at our pictures it's the one in the middle the one that was lying down 
long ways. That was a beautiful machine. Um, and the one to the right is Jansen's machine that the guys managed to throw together last minute. And it's still a stunning looking machine. It's the, I might have pronounced this wrong, Nick, so help me out. Is it the Lian Lee case? Yep, Lian Lee. Lian Lee case. It's that big white one to the right hand side. Yeah, and it's got the 20 RTX 2080 Ti in it. It's got the the, the custom tubing it's got in a it. Six core uh, AMD processor. 26, 2700X. Yep, 26, yeah. 2700X or 2600X. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's got the small little screen to the right hand side, which is a Extreme PC UK little special touch. Um, that's got the the pink uh, dye going through it. But I basically said to the guys, I said to Jan, I'll, I'll buy that off you, mate. I'm looking for a gaming PC. And they'll, the the boys will help me out, make a few tweaks to put it in my colours and stuff. And well, what we'll we do, do is we'll, north and... we'll pull all the pipes out of it. We'll redo it. We'll change the colour to bright orange. Not that I would choose that because I hate orange. Um... Rude. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we'll probably do a bit more customizations to it um, to bring it to a bit of train spotting. Maybe we'll put a couple of needles in there or something. <laughs> you can't <laughs> say that, dude. Train spotting Trev. Jesus. Well, your, your name is Train Spotting Trev. Yeah, but you know, what can I say? We just put a baby in there as well, upside down the top oh of the machine. <laughs> Well, you're at it. Yeah. Well, see, some of those things from the movie are pretty brutal, but then again, I, I tend to not really talk much about those things in the stream. See, I don't get him because his his name on stream is Train Spotting Trev because we're from Scotland. Uh, now, why are your alerts not like a crawling baby upside down? Like, because that on... would freak people out, man. But man, you're Train Spotting Trev. Yeah. I remember, I remember my mother telling me about seeing that in the cinema, and she was sick and had to leave the cinema. It was disgusting to see first time back in the when was it nineties, early two thousand. So why would you? We're nearly twenty twenty now. Why yeah, but it is you... like the most disturbing scene it in the whole film. It is disturbing, man. It creeped me out the first time I saw it. Yeah, so like, don't do drugs, right, people. Okay. All right then, have like just a silhouette of you, like you're swimming. As you're down the toilet and you're just swimming through the water. I, Nick, you haven't seen all of my uh, up-to-date um, alerts, actually, to be fair. Some of them are pretty cool. Uh, I'll show you them sometime. But they are train spotting themed now, like all of them, more or less. So I'll show you them another time. But anyway, I'm going to be buying that off of Jansen. And he's taking a couple of things out for himself. I'll get that soon. Um, and it's in good. it's been in good hands before. So... I'm looking forward that to should that. Be, should be pretty cool. Um, I just want to say, if anyone is and it's getting picked up on the recording, the little beeping noises, that's because our Discord is actually getting a lot more busy, and there's a lot of people talking all the time. I've never really noticed it before, but I'm starting to notice it bleeping. I don't hear anything, Nick. I don't hear anything on my it's end. Because yeah, it's because Nick has notifications like enabled. You can yeah. you can turn that off, Nick. I like them. Well, it I mean, used to be like, popular. If it floats your boat, then. <laughs> I heard one just there. Oh my god! <laughs> Gray, <laughs> stop texting everyone. <laughs> anyway, that's my news, people. That's my news. So I know PC soon, hopefully. So. But now I think it's the Outlaws room that I just made. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that all good. Too. It's all good. Um, right, Erin. I believe you've got a bit of news you didn't want to do, but I forced you to do, and now you're going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, anyway, so if you are a subscriber to Hum, hum I, always, I always trip on my words when I say Humble Bundle. I'll say, it's, I'll say like Humble Bumble. How many people do you know that say Humble Bumble? Everyone says it. Yeah, it's funny. Oh. It's one of the um, things that really grates on me. It's like, I feel like going up, you say it right. 
Humble Bundle. <laughs> Humble Bundle. If you, if you subscribe to it, um, there's this game called Gone Home. Apparently, it's a really good indie game. Uh, it's free. So. Oh, I thought it, it was check. actually just free. I didn't realize it was for subscription. Yeah, no, that's the, reason, that's the reason why I was like, do this. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Um, I, honestly, yeah. I do a lot of Humble Bundles. I buy a lot of the packages. Um, Amy, have you ever heard of them? Yeah, I am. I do the Humble Monthly, and I have done since uh, Civ Six got released on it. Yeah, yeah, I got that one a year ago. Yeah, 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 I got that one. It's awesome. Do you like Civ Six? Uh, I've not played it. Oh my god! But I'm sure <laughs> I'd like it if I tried it. It's really good multiplayer because we could have like ten of us, yeah, um, and we could all be different like cultures, backgrounds. And but here's just the thing: go it's to war. Like not, not everybody is into that type of game. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's cool, you know, having the multiplayer and stuff like that. But for me personally, those types of games are hard to get into. Really? Yeah, they can be quite slow. I guess. Yeah. That game could be them. so slow. Great, but... You could play it through email. <laughs> Seriously. So you like you like slow games. Though. You could play it through email, so I could do my one turn. Beep. And then I press the button and it forwards the email to you saying it's your turn now. And then you log in so you can do it at work and stuff. I used to play games like that back in the day. Fantasy football game with cards and you had to post it away each week. That's really? That's how that was. Yeah, it was great fun. You actually taped the coins to the back of the card. I, I want I want to get into someone's Dungeons & Dragons stream. That would be epic. I don't know how to play it. I've never played it, but it sounds funny. Curly was mm-hmm. trying to explain it to me, and it's basically that if if anyone plays Dungeons and Dragons and listening, do feel free to email me, yeah, on our email or on the Discord and just private message me, because I might get this wrong. But the way Curly explained it to me is, is that it's say there's like a dungeon master and there's like five of us. Basically, we make the story as we go along, and the dungeon master makes the story. So it might be like Curly was explaining to me, like the guy started by reading out this whole long script about the story and what they're going to be doing and stuff like this like there's a place they need to get to and they need to reach it for this reason and like some epic long story and then they go off and he the guy just starts by saying like you're in a tavern the, the bar fight kicks off on the other side of the tavern um and then you basically say what you want to do so you might be like oh well i see the windows open so i'm going to jump out of the window and then he was trying to explain it to me sort of like you can say what you want to do and make the story up as you go along and then the dungeon master will give you dice and say like if you roll this then you can basically go the way you said but if not and the dungeon master sort of keeps the balance of what's allowed to happen and what's not but you make the story as you go so then i could be like oh i saw a trapdoor on the floor um i want to go down that trapdoor and escape down that corridor and then dungeon master takes over and says yeah if you want to do that it's going to be this amount of rolls or this number and then, so I'll go off down that route, and then basically everybody just doing their own bit of story. If it's wrong, people email me in and tell me that I'm saying it, getting mm-hmm. it wrong, because I haven't played it. But it sounds well good, and a lot of people are streaming it um, purely because it's a story, and you can get involved and listen to it and stuff. I'd love to do like um, a special stream day where we all play it and just have a laugh on for like an hour or something every once a week or something. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons streams are always really good fun. You can just completely get lost in them. It's sort of like watching a movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's awesome. But like, if you had if you had like a few funny people on there, not saying that I'm funny, but if there was like me, Curly, uh, Trev, you, Erin, and a few of the others, it would probably be really really funny because we'd have yeah. some funny turns as we're playing. Um, we might get a few bad reviews though. 
Um, <laughs> no, just joking. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that's something. If anyone's got any information on Dungeons and Dragons, anyone plays it, uh, wants to give us like some information. I nearly, I was in the shops with my um, eight-year-old boys. Um, uh, what's it called? Is it Waterstones, the bookshop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in there, and they actually do a Dungeon and Dragon starter kit where it's like. I think it's about 15 quid and they give you the dice and they give you the first like big couple of stories you to get into and stuff. Um, oh, nice. Because I'd like it because, I, I, Amy, you'll be too young for this, but there's a game, Trev remember it, Erin might do, it's called Hero Quest. Oh, I've yeah. played that recently actually. It was my dad's favourite game as a kid and we've been playing it at Christmas and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, well I used to play that as a kid and I had no one to play it with. So I played on my own. Oh, I played all the characters and the bad guy and I even made my own stories up and everything. Oh, I was a sado. <laughs> hey, little Nicky, do you want to play? <laughs> I've got no friends. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's all about the journey, and it made me who I am today. Beautiful, nicely said. <laughs> Beautiful, but um, yeah, HeroQuest is wicked. The only thing is, I actually want to buy one of them now. I think it's about fifty to hundred quid to get one in the box now. But mm-hmm. All of my one, I painted all the little characters and everything. Uh, rendering it useless. They need to be like all kept original. But oh, yeah, Dungeon Dungeon Dragons and HeroQuest would be, is a wicked game. So I'd be up for it. But anyway, getting is it, back to is it, it. Is it HeroQuest or HeroQuest? Well, my axe is HeroQuest. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Go on. <laughs> Carry on. Erin, how do you say it? HeroQuest. HeroQuest. Go on, Amy, Shut how do you up. say it? Hero Quest. <laughs> so, oh, Hero Quest, darlings. <laughs> Good, Trev. Hero Quest. Hero Quest. Yeah. I've got everybody, everybody out there now. They're like, all saying that Hero Quest. They're saying that. Am I saying it right? Have I been saying yeah. it wrong? All these... Everybody. Self conscious now. <laughs> everybody just says that I say all sorts. I make my own words up least, for things. I think so. At least you didn't make fun of you when you said it. A funny what? True. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Go back to the pod and Out of later. Amy, I did. She had, what? She, had, she had like a posh voice. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on because we're still on the news. Amy, what's your news? Well, the only game in news that I really care about at the moment is Borderlands Three. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are big on Borderlands. Yep, I love it. I've actually got a picture of it yeah. on my wall next to me right now. The original. I got I got one behind me. Amazing. Um, but yeah, Borderlands 3 is obviously coming out in September, but on the 1st of May, we are getting the first look at some gameplay, and I am so unbelievably excited. Are you going to watch it? Of, um, yeah, of course I'm going to watch, watch it. it. And they've got a load, of, um, a load of Twitch streamers. They're flying them out to wherever. I think it's somewhere in America. And they're all going to be going and playing, like having a first look at Borderlands 3. And I think um, a select few of them are allowed to stream it. And oh, really? It's going to be so good. Yeah, are I can't wait. Going? Are you going? No, no, I haven't been invited. I wish oh, I was invited, oh, but no. You're messing out, guys. You should have invited me. <laughs> For <it>. me, <laughs> um, when it's a game I really, really love, um, I don't want to see nothing about it. I just want to... I don't understand that, mate. It could be crap, and you're like, I'm not going to look at it at all. At all. No, I don't care. It's 40 quid, man. Who cares? Uh, Okay. For me, honestly, it's like... um, Have you heard of the game Phoenix Point? Yes. We talk about it all the time. Phoenix Point. Do you know XCOM? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so XCOM... 
that's actually a new version. XCOM 1 2 um, are new versions of XCOM. Obviously, I'm an old git. When I was a kid, one of my first games I used to play on my Amstrad was the XCOM original, uh, which is like a top-down. Graphics were pants, but the gameplay was amazing. And it was made by the original guy. And then they brought out like the, the 3D versions, which you lot have been playing. But Phoenix Point has gone back to the original guy again, and he's making this game, Phoenix Point, which is a similar sort of game, but it's based on the original, and it's going to be well good. Now, it's been about two or three years now they've been making a game, and for me, I don't want to keep seeing it everywhere I look, because I want to play it first time and be excited about it. I don't want to see what's happening in the game, and then it sort of gives it away. Like Borderlands, they're going to be playing a demo of it. It'll probably be the first level or basic level or something. If I see that, when I get the game myself and I come to play it, I've got a, a really bad attention span, so I get bored really easily of things. If I see that and I watch someone play it and then I play it myself, I'll be like, I've seen this, I don't want to play it. So yeah, I thought... Go on. Okay. I'm surprised, actually. I'm just surprised, man. I get what you're saying, it's just... You know, <sighs> team me, yourself a little me bit. Me and Erin, we made a little bit of a mistake... When we found out about Borderlands 3, we went back. Obviously, we've completed Borderlands 1 and 2. We've done all of it, all the story, every whole way through, everything. Um, but the pre-sequel, we know it was a bit more crapper than the rest of them. But <laughs> played 10 minutes of it, and we never went back to it. So me and really? Erin yeah, decided, when everybody started talking about Borderlands 3, let's go back from the start, and we'll play the pre-sequel, and we'll play it through the whole game, um, ready for Borderlands 3. What we didn't realise is... Everybody had the same idea, but they were playing Borderlands 2. So we started streaming it, and there was it was just us streaming it. No one was streaming the pre-sequel. They were all doing Borderlands Nobody 1 and 2. Nobody cares about the pre-sequel, because it's boring. Yeah. yeah, the pre-sequel's not great. That's all... I still have the pre-sequel every time. Samey, 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 isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I, I managed yeah. to play about five hours of it. and like, So I really gave it a good try, because I love Borderlands 2 so much. It's probably my favourite game of all time. Um, I've recently gone back and done Borderlands One, and I just, I just cannot commit to the pre-sequel because. Yeah, oh, that's I how really we tried, but... we were sort of grinding through it, and it was just sort of the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But Borderlands One, I gotta love Borderlands One. Um, what other games do you play? Because like, it's it sounds like you like the same similar sort of games. Like all of us like them same things. For me, uh, when I started playing Borderlands, I also played a lot of Dead Island. Have you played that? I have never played that, no. Dead Island is wicked game. It's like Borderlands, same sort of thing. Um, You're on an island, and basically it's all zombies, and you build your own weapons, you go around. It's the same as Dying Light. You know Dying Light Light 2 is getting uh, shown at E3 for the first time, and it'll be a release date and stuff. Yeah. Dying Light 2 looks amazing. What is it, sorry? Uh, Dying Dying Light 2. Yeah, a whole new engine that's all shiny and... Beautiful and I love, they're adding like uh, choices and stuff that really impact the story that you get, which I really love. Like the, the first game was phenomenal because it's it's still a cult game to this day because the amount of the amount of people that still jump on because of all the new modes they bring out. They brought out like a BR version out, they overhauled it with new graphics and stuff, new missions, all that stuff was for the most part free of charge. And that was out like four years ago and it's still a big thing. So the next one, I'm wow. looking forward to the next one. Um, yeah, Erin, uh, have you ever played um, Dead Island Mm-mm. or Dying yeah. Light? Or yeah, you'd probably Mm-mm. really, really like it. It's a similar sort of thing. Um, very enjoyable, like just going around doing missions together. It's it's pretty much like 
You know how you used to have your old couch co-op where you'd sit there with your mates, you play? It's sort of like mm-hmm. that, but you can play over the internet, but you can actually feel like you're really playing with that person, um, doing missions together, just a bit like Borderlands, really. Um, That's really cool. There's a couple of other games like that as well. Like I, I really liked Far Cry 3, but that weren't multiplayer. Um, but Far Cry 3 uh, was the first one I got into where you're firing your bow and arrow and you're taking over all the areas and stuff. Hmm. It was really, really cool. But yeah, Borderlands 3... Um, I've heard that apparently it's got 25% uh, times more gun sounds than the original and uh, Borderlands 2. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I, I read that as well. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a huge game. Yeah. Did, and I'm, I'm just so excited. With Borderlands 2, though, did you find... Because I, I really enjoyed Borderlands 2, but when it came out, it was really good. And they used to do like special events like Halloween. You'd have like special monsters spawn in. Um, and there was like these hunt they did where you'd have to go and hunt the different monsters. But I think right. that was all timed. I think if you go back to it now, I don't know if they still, if all the bosses are still in there or not. Because um, I used to love getting all the rare weapons and stuff like that. I was, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'll I tell you what, if you've played all of them, me and Erin, basically we played with Trev um, on the pre-sequel. And he's like, look, I don't need to hear any of the story. I just want to play the game. And I said to him, Trev, if you're not going to listen to the story, I'm not playing the game with you. Um, mm-hmm. I know that sounds really bitchy, but... It doesn't make any sense. Why do... Why is... Me Amy, can you explain cool? to him why he should listen to the story in Borderlands? No, no, but, but, but you're saying it was pissing you off because why does why would that impact your enjoyment? Because you're just running around shooting things that are running around. <laughs> and the oh, point no. is, but, but there's a whole... Listen. Nah, the whole story, the whole thing about Borderlands is the funny storyline. You need to listen to all the different people, what they're saying. yeah. Like, I, I, I'm with Nick on this one, I'm afraid. Yeah. I hate so to it's say like, it, but... Like, me and my missus, yeah, we used to play Borderland eating pizza before we had kids every day. And uh, even to this day, I'll knock on the door and open a letterbox and go, what you want? And she'll be like, <laughs> what you want? But if you're not listening to the story, you won't get that. Amy, so you must get that. Again, <laughs> Do you get that? Yeah, yeah. I am... Um... The little guy. <laughs> yeah, it's just... The voice line, there's just such a humour about Borderlands, and if you don't yeah. pay attention to what people but, say, you miss out on like what's potentially one of the best bits it, about it, is like the ridiculous characters. Yeah. And it's the, an old voice all by Australian, so that's probably why it's so funny. So not, it's Aussie, it's Take Two, isn't it? They're an Aussie company, it's mostly voiced by Australians, no? This is the, or at least there's a it, few Amy, there. you're going to go down the same road as me, to the point where you get stretched, like, I'll piss off, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't get it like i'm like look trev like look we really want to play the game we really want to if we could all just stop and listen to the story when and he's just jumping around shooting everything and he's like i don't need to listen to it i'm we're just shooting things but i'm like dude you get so much out of it if you just understand you're not not listening to my point i'm saying it's probably funny because it's voiced mostly by aussies and they're funny people no, but what That's I'm saying the point is, I'm trying to make. yeah, my point is, I'm trying to make is, if you played that game and you listened to the story, you'd really get deep into it, and the gameplay would mean so much more because when you're shooting certain things and doing certain things, it would be so much more better. Like the bosses, like one, there's one boss I can't remember his name. It's like a big dude comes out and he's got a little guy on his back, and this like little guy comes out and he starts fighting you, and he's got a certain name and he says a certain story. If you listen to it, it's just well funny. The way mm-hmm. it... well, you, you know why it didn't happen that first night? What what probably didn't help is the fact that we decided to play this for the first time together. When we're both drunk. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, and the more battered oh, we got, the worse it got. And, and... So frustrated with you guys! Oh my god! 
because I was sober. Uh, Amy, do you ever drink and play games or not? Uh, not really, because um, me and my partner, we only have one PC. If I'm, I'm only, I can only get time on the PC really when I'm streaming, and I don't like to drink on stream. So that might be a good um, thing, though, you know, because like yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Like, I mean, in the sense of otherwise, you would would you because obviously you and your partner both play games. Mm-hmm. Would you just sit there and play games all day and all night? Yeah, probably. Yeah, nice. so it's probably get... a blessing in disguise. But he... even so even the one then, can I. At night. And you can't. Yeah. <laughs> but even then, I just oh. sit downstairs on my Switch anyway. So. Oh, um, when are your streams? Are they, they're always in the day, aren't they? Yeah, it's um, I stream Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday from 12 o'clock uh, BST. Um, okay. Yeah, and go on until I die. So about six hours, <laughs> usually. Man. Nice. Because, yeah, we, we started... to shame. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I was talking to Amy about this, Erin, and this is something that might... Um, help you out as well that the, the general idea is the longer you stream the more people you get involved so oh yeah but i you know also work my butt off so <laughs> it's more of a hobby chill out thing for well, Erin, isn't it well what i was trying to say is to erin is erin's shit hot with a guitar and i mean she's got a whole studio everything and mm-hmm. i said like get into doing um like live streams because look at when curly was playing at piano the amount of people that wanted to watch him if yeah, it's you, amazing. If you did that, you would definitely get a lot of people coming in to like. I'd definitely be there to to watch. Yeah, the music scene on um Twitch is only getting bigger, so it's a really good opportunity to get into it now. Yeah, when are you doing it, Erin? I don't know. <laughs> you are doing it's, it though, aren't you? Yeah, it's just something I got to prepare myself for. You know what I mean? Because there's like a lot of. It's more involved. I yeah. mean, well, it's it's less less involved than playing games, obviously, because when you're playing games and stuff, you're you're generally interacting with you know your viewers a lot more. Um, obviously, when you're playing guitar and stream or whatever, you're concentrating more, not necessarily neglecting people, but you're just concentrating more. But there's uh, like the element of it's like when you're playing a live show. Yeah, it's like oh, what if I screw up? Or you know, there's there's just more. I guess more pressure. Yeah, but the thing is, this is why you take the pressure away by doing it as a casual thing. It's not. I'm not saying go all out and like have a stage where you're like, right, I'm going live. I'm going to be playing this, this. And... Like, I would say to have it chilled. You're sitting there on a chair. You got your guitar. You got the amp plugged in, and then it's like people come on and ask you, "Can you play this? Can you play that?" And you're like, "Nah, yeah." But what I would do is, I would generally learn theme tunes to games. Because that is what you're going to want from a gaming like side of things. Like me, I'm mad about Zelda's theme tune. If I hear it playing a triangle, I get excited. That oh, was well good. That was good. <laughs> you know, if, that. I, if I came on your stream and you're like, look, I've been practicing playing um, uh, Zelda. So this is what i got so far. And you just do the bit that you can do. Just And then you're just like, even halfway through, you stop. And you're like, yeah, that was pretty cool. Like... I've learned in this bit, this bit's a bit tricky, but this bit's a bit better. This is the, like, intro. This is, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're interacting mm-hmm. with everybody whilst learning to play it, essentially. Yeah. I know what you mean about the pressure, though, because it's, like... You might get them people that come on and just say stuff, but you just need to ignore the oh, dickheads. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. Or what you do I is will. wait for a dickhead to come on and just strum it so hard that everybody goes deaf. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 yeah. advice from Nick yeah I give the best advice people <laughs> uh, when I do something for myself it's strictly professional but for anyone else we get the Nick advice 
naked face. Wow. <laughs> wow. But yeah, Borderlands 3. Um, I can't wait for that. That's going to be uh, a wicked game. Do you, yep. When you're on stream, do you just play with yourself or do you play with uh, people in your community? Um, I always play with other people. That sounded really weird. So sorry, much. sorry. That did sound yeah, really it weird. Did it did a little bit. I was when... going <laughs> to breeze past it a little bit. <laughs> when you're on stream, do you play with yourself? Uh, and oh you went, God. yeah, yeah. No, see, I was just, I'm just going to look past that one, all right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tumbleweed, yeah. But yeah, anyway. Well, I always play multiplayer, that's a better way to put it. I always <laughs> always do multiplayer with people in the community. It just it adds, um, I don't know, a bit more of a community feel to streams, and it's always a bit more exciting if you've got someone being a little bit silly. But you, it, don't, it, you, it's funny, isn't it? you don't have them on mic, though, do you? No, I never have voice chat open. Just because you never know the um the quality of people's mics, and every now and then say. you'll get someone who's like a little bit too excitable, or and it just sort of like ruins the quality of the stream. So yeah, yeah I always don't do voice chat. Because I've I've had a pretty tricky situation before where like my stream and the people I play with generally all having a laugh, being silly, bit laddy. Um, and there's been times in the past where Trev, you know about this as well. Where I've had to say to people on stream, like, look, if you want to come on my stream, you need to not swear and you need to be serious. And a lot of people, mm-hmm. they don't like being told that. Um, yeah. Well, don't, don't be on at the end of the day. That's where I look at it. It's tough love. You don't, you don't like the rules, then just, you know, yeah. go. But when I was, before I was, um, like, doing as much as I'm doing now, obviously I was in a no man's land part where I was doing, like, this business work with these big businesses and stuff. But then when I was coming back and doing my stream, it was just, like, me and my mates. And like trying to tell people that are close to you or that you've been playing with a lot, like, look, if you want to come on my stream, then you need to not swear, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fall out of a lot of people over it. Um, yeah, it's oh, yeah. A, people, like, obviously, people that are watching Twitch, they're there just to have a good time. They're yeah. there to support people that they, I don't know, creators that they like. But for us, it's like a, a job. This is our career. And yeah. mm-hmm. so there's like that differentiation that people don't really understand because they're just there to have a good time yeah but this is what i've said and it got to the point where I, where before we done i64 i actually pulled everyone up me erin trev we started doing these drinking streams which was getting uh that's where you want to go if you want to see some childish stuff going down i wasn't doing it <laughs> um, seriously i, I don't wasn't. really drink yeah um Erin wasn't drinking, but me and Trev was, and it was getting pretty rowdy, having a laugh. We were just getting, and in the end, oh. we decided to stop it because it got so out of hand. It is fine as long as you're not streaming. So, like, sometimes, like, we should, like, just, like, maybe one Friday every like, month or something. We want to, like, play games and have a few drinks, but we just don't stream because, you know, yeah. you want to let your hair down, not worry about anything. Yeah, that's cool. I'm up for that. Yeah. Good. But, um, moving on. That that's only just gone past the news section. So I'm moving on uh, back to the game section uh, about what we've played and that. Um, for me, obviously, I've been really really busy. I've been playing a few games. One game I did want to talk about, which I haven't spoke about for a little while, is um, PC Building Simulator. Now, as you all know, I changed my stream from doing the live show every Thursday, every Wednesday, to now doing a live show on Thursday at nine o'clock for two hours. And then on the Tuesday, I play games from 9 o'clock onwards. Um, and me and Curly, when we got back, I was absolutely wiped out. Like, I was sitting here like a zombie, and my stream was ready to go out. And I was like, look, Curly, what do you want to play? Um, and I got speaking to him about PC Building Simulator. And I said, look, it could be quite a good laugh. If I'll get on, I'll do the game and, and read out the stories and about 
building the machines and what parts we're going to use. And I said, you can sit the other end and we'll have a chat about the parts and stuff. A bit like so people can come and have questions, talk to us and have a laugh. Um, and I'll tell you what, that's one of the best streams I've done in a long time. Like, Erin, you was watching and you said, like, you was like, oh, man, I would like to have gotten there because it would look so cool, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, we, we, we had quite a few people watching, which is quite surprising. Um because I don't know, with PC Building Simulator, it's sort of a niche where people have to be into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we stream PC Building Simulator, and I'm going to be doing it again this Tuesday. Um, so if anybody wants to like come, get involved, talk about computer parts, talk about setups, ask us questions, and actually get into a chat with us about other stuff as well, and watch the game, we'll be doing it from Tuesday at 9 o'clock, which will be... What's the date on this Tuesday, people? I ain't got a calendar here. Uh, it'll be the 30th, 30th, yeah. So the 30th, so the podcast will only go out on that day, so that's pointless. The thing that uh, always intrigued me about um, a PC building simulator, like, is it accurate? Yes, oh, yeah. very accurate. Do you know why it's yeah. accurate? Oh, God, here we go. Why? Because I went to their <laughs> office and taught them about water cooling. No way! <laughs> Did you not know that? No, I had no idea about that. That's really cool. Uh, when you go in the game, your workshop, you've got my PCs on the walls. That's epic. Yeah, because don't you remember when you was talking about um, Honey, I Joined a Cult? Mm-hmm. I was saying, yeah, I'm in a, in a couple of games as well. And that that's what I'm in. So PC, ah, okay, that makes sense now. Uh, PC Building Simulator is a massive, massive game. It's got They've sold so many copies of it. Um, and a lot of people come into our actual Discord through it because they see the PCs on the wall. Um, I've actually got two... This is a little sneak thing. I've actually got two more PCs at the next update going in because in the corridor where you because the way it works is you've basically got a workshop. You start off with one table and literally um, you can play free free version where you can just build with all the best parts and you literally just build a PC um, for no reason just to look good. But the actual mm-hmm. main game is your you take over your uncle's PC shop. And basically, it starts off really low level. You get XP as you go. And basically, what happens is uh, you go to your email computer and you get emails. And it will say, oh, I've I've got a problem um, with my PC. Could you diagnose it? And it gives you a whole like backstory. So you can read it out to your stream. Um, and then, so you then go to the door, exit for the night to go home, come back. The PC's there in the morning on the floor. So you pick it up, put it on the desk. And you literally strip it down exactly like you strip down a real PC. So all mm-hmm. of the components, uh, all of the thermal paste, everything, it's, it's realistic. And all so you of... could use it as like a tool to l- actually learn more about building PCs. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, yeah. actually got a computer tutorial to build PCs on there um, as awesome. well. But the thing is, one, because obviously I've spoke to the devs and stuff. Um, I don't know uh, if I'm supposed to say this or not. But one of the things when I was chatting about a general conversation was like, because all of the parts in that game, what they do is say... Um, like there's a PC case and it's in that game. When that PC case gets entered into the game, I think they use like the actual real files the company use for their PC cases to be designed. Mm-hmm. So it's an exact replica of that PC case in game. So it's, so it looks it's perfectly built, same size, scale, everything. Um, and the one thing we was talking to them about is you could build your computer in game, click buy, and then that PC gets built and sent to your house. Yeah. Um, How insane would that be? Yeah, and potentially that could happen um, because all the parts are the real parts. And there's so many parts in that game. 
Um, getting back to what I was saying before, though, say you do like your first job, uh, you take the side panel off, you take the RAM out, and then you look, the RAM's broken, you go to your computer, to the shop, you buy a new RAM, um, and then you put it back. Sometimes there's a curveball, like the guy might be going, oh, my, something's broken, but I really like pink cables as well. So you buy the pink cables, you put that in, and you get a, a rating. So you get from one star to five star. If you manage to get up to like the highest stars, you get bigger jobs. When you get to level 20, you unlock water cooling, and that's when you get all the actual funky water cooling like what I do in real life. Um, but the thing is, it's really good with your stream because you can talk to people, have conversations, um, and then they can help pick the parts. And it, like for me, obviously, I, I do PC building, so I've got a lot of people that like PC building. So they come in, and then we talk about why we're going for this RAM, why we're going for that. Um, but it's a really, really good game. Like, it's not just because I'm in it, I like it. It's actually a really, really good game. And that's how I actually met Erin. Um, basically, she was playing PC Building Simulator, and I was like, look, I'm in this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, you even there, Erin? She's yeah. legged it, look. She's legged it. <laughs> but I, I was just saying, like, um, PC Building Simulator is how we met um, by talking mm-hmm. about all the components and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, is it, is it something... Erin, do you play it anymore? Not really. I'd see the thing is like the thing that started to bother me about like some of the um like the the missions and stuff like that was just I don't like the ones where you have to like oh I want to be able to run feudal fantasy eleven or whatever and have to like but you can reject them. I know, but they just got to the point to where like every other job was that I just got kind of it was kind of redundant. Yeah, a bit repetitive. Yeah, it is a repetitive game. Um, but and one of the things as well is when I first played it, I got to level twenty um, by with a lot of loopholes as well. Like it would say the RAM's broken, so I'd take out their four hundred pound stick of RAM and I'd put in like the smallest twenty quid's worth of RAM, and then I'd put the profits in my pocket. Um, now that's all been taken out of the game, so it's all very very realistic now. Um, and yeah. have you played it since you've got the star rating system on Bongle? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot better since that because it sort of gives you reason to try and get further. But um, I, just, I went I went more unlocks in the game. I think that would be good if there were more unlockables and stuff like that. Well, do you know what? When I was speaking to him, a lot of the stuff I was talking about was um, like peripherals. Um, and actually, I thought it'd be a good idea if you could buy bigger workshops. Mm-hmm. So you can buy different workshops in different places and also, also, yeah, also if you could have like a window where you could build PCs and put them on show or like a shelf. Um, I know they have got in game now. You can actually sell your PCs. You can put them on eBay. Did, hmm. you, did you know that? No. So with your parts, you can build PCs and you can just put them on eBay. Um, and then people will give you a percentage of the price for them when they buy them. Which is another little way to sort of get upgrades and stuff, like get your money. But yeah, PC Building Simulator, that's what I've been playing, and I will be playing it on Tuesday. Sorry if this podcast has only come out on Tuesday, um, and and obviously we've already done it. It might be on the next Tuesday as well, depending on how it goes. But to be honest, I've got quite a lot of people watching it, um, as it's a game that's not... There's not that many people streaming PC Building Simulator every now and then, but like we've got a lot of views. Um, so for me, that was just really interesting. It's something that I love, so... Yeah, PC Building Simulator. Hope to see you all in there every Tuesday, 9. Wicked. Right, Trev, what have you been playing? 
Um, I've just started playing this today, actually. So convenient time for the pod. Um, I'm playing a game called Outlaws of the Old West. Um, There's a lot of people playing it on our community, isn't there? There is. Um, Grey Gamer uh, helped set up um, this part of it. Uh, he's trying to get a few people roped into it. It's he's it's trying to get a few people roped in. Yes, he is. Like he's he's getting a lasso out and he's he's reeling these guys in. Um, he is very passionate about this game, and I can see why. Uh, it's basically like a a wild, wild west version of Rust, I would guess. Um, is and, it as good as Red Dead? Um, you can't compare them, man. They are different games. It would be unfair to compare them. It's a survival game. Uh, Red Dead's a story-driven game. So it'd okay. be hard to do that way. But uh it is from I've got mixed emotions about it, man. Uh I played it for a number of hours today. So far it's got mixed reviews. It is early access, it only came out in March. But you know who makes it? And if I'd known this now, I probably wouldn't have got it, just because you understand in a moment. It's the guys that made Ark and Atlas. And what happened to were. Atlas? Oh man, it's still going, but I think it improved, but it was god awful when it came out, wasn't it? Uh, do any of you play Ark? Guys. I, I, I tried it. I tried it, but well, Ark's like an open oh, world. Sorry, I'll just. Do you want me? Do you want to say about Ark then and what happened? Oh well, I don't know if we're in the same wavelength. It was buggy as hell for a while, and it still was buggy for a while when it came out. Then I released it out of early access into full access or or 1.0 when it wasn't ready, and they bumped the price right up. Was it anything like that? Uh, no, the main thing I was going to say is uh, Ark, Ark's a wicked game I absolutely love Ark and there's a lot of people love Ark but when it came out there was a lot of issues with it a lot of people couldn't run it, you couldn't turn on half the settings because it would be so laggy on like the biggest graphics cards but um, one place where they really pissed off people in the community was they said they're going to bring out Atlas which was an open world oh. pirate game um, if you look it up, Atlas looks pretty good um, and what happened was People bought Atlas on the first day, including myself. I was going to buy it. All of the servers crashed. And a lot of people in the community found that if you just press down, 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 down on the main menu, when you get to the bottom of the menus, like where it says, like, new game, blah, 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 options, you press down one more time and the actual ARC splash screen comes up where literally they reskinned ARC with different graphics and changed the no way. Yeah, yeah, literally, like, literally it yeah. was the same game, but they've just reskinned. Um, and what it was down to was because there was, I'm not going to, I might not have this 100%, but it was something to do with the laws means you can't bring the DLC out or or something like that or the price, but if they reskinned it, they could make a lot more money. Um, so they brought it out as a new game called Atlas, and everybody just went mad about it. I thought you were just talking, you said, you, you said about Ark, man, and you never mentioned Atlas, I know what you mean. But the whole Atlas thing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I thought when I, you said Atlas, I thought that's what you was going to bring up. Yeah. Um. The I don't know if that's true or not true about the about the the laws and the rules. But I'm I not think sure. literally. I think it was just as simple, Nick, as they could have released that as a DLC. No, no. There was a reason but, why they didn't do that. Uh, yeah. Because it would have went free to the season pass guys. And uh, they didn't yeah, that's that. the one. They then, wanted yeah. to make money out of it, so they released it as a standalone game. And it's one of the buggiest games I've ever ever seen. Yeah, so take back I what mean, I said. That's that's okay. what I was sort of getting at. I knew it was something, but I couldn't remember yeah. what it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ark now is still a buggy mess, but it's nowhere near as bad. No, as no, Ark's wicked. You got, I've got to still, give it. It's still buggy, man. It's still buggy. Nah, it's really still not having it. Ark's a wicked game. 
Well, we need to agree to disagree on that one. We're not uh, disagreeing. Uh, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm disagreeing. Um, you won't listen to so, me! <laughs> it's the, the, back to Outlaws of Old West, because that's what we're talking about. Um, the, the devs are Virtual Basement LLC, and like they they, they done Ark, and they, they done Atlas. Um, and it's funny, because the Atlas demo, or the, the little trailer video for it, looks stunning. Looks nothing like the game. So they got they got as good. So they they made this, but I'd already bought it, and it's my own fault. I'm like, oh god, here we go. So I jumped in, um, and you start in a coffin. Uh, and Grace trying to spoil it or maybe the spoilers that was amusing. I'm trying to get this coffin. I'm like, shut up, Grace. Spoilers, man. Grace, Grace. We was playing Borderlands and with it, Erin. And oh every god. time, every Pardon. time we did something, Gray told us what was about to happen, and I'm like, oh, the guy, mm-hmm. the guy, the boss just got killed. And he's like, no, no, he's gonna get, ki- he's, he's gonna come back. Spoilers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, he's, he's, he's excited. Excitable. That's Gray. Yeah, we know you're excited. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to break into this coffin at the start of the game um, and there's like this little buzzard pecking away and you get out and you're in the middle of the wild west with nothing but your long johns and stuff on and you've got nothing at all and I'm, Gray's like, ah, you need to make yourself a bow in case these creatures come and try and bust you up and these guys, uh, Grey, Irish Gamer, Gargoyle there's a few guys, quite a few, there might be like 10, 12 people now um, they already had a little base or a little little uh, town already set up somewhere in the map, and they sent the map of where it was. So I'm trying to get my bearings and meet there. And it's actually a little private server they've got at the moment because apparently it's got server issues. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, so we've just got a private server for now to see how it goes. Um, and it's 20 pop max. It's uh, PVE. It's just to get used to things, and you go in and you, you, you see the little town they've built, and it looks like a general little Wild West village they've got there. It's, it's actually pretty cool. But it's got its issues, obviously. It's, it is still buggy at the moment. It, the FPS drops down to single figures sometimes. Um, I can't complain a hell of a lot because I paid... It's, on Steam, it's like um, £15.49, I think, and you get a few quid cheaper elsewhere. So I'm like, what's the worst case scenario? Well, if you get it from Steam, yeah, like you get two two hours play, or within a fortnight if you haven't played it, you get your money back. But like, what's twelve quid, you know? And it hopefully get better. So the good points and bad points. The good points is, if you like survival games, you like building games, you love this. There's a lot of stuff you can do in it. The general is a lot of stuff, and there'll be a lot more to come. Um, um, was it? I was speaking to Gray about it and to some of the boys. Um, it seemed to me like it was a similar to Rust. Like with the collecting resources, building, building up bases, uh-huh. and then fighting. But I believe that um, on our server you're playing with PVE, so it's just all of you building stuff. Yeah, we we could kill each other, but I mean, because we're not long started, that we want to get good at one element of it before you move on to other things and like open the server up to more people and make it a free for all. And it is very similar to Rust. It generally is. Um, but they've just went for a Wild West theme. And if you look at these, the this this the developer, that seems to be their thing. Survival games, sandbox games. Yeah, see, see for me, I'm going to be totally honest. I like the look of this game. I bought the game on Steam. Um, and before I even got to play it, I got a refund. Because I'm left-handed <laughs> and I went in to change the keys. Have you got refunded already? You won't give it a second try. How can I give it a second try? I can't change the bloody keys. 
Uh, you sure yeah, about that's that? 100%? Problem. So basically, it lets you change all the keys, yeah? You can change the keys, but then mm-hmm. every time I change the back key, so I can I can change forward, uh, left and right, but as soon as I go to change the back key, the game crashes or it freezes. Uh, that and makes then no I, sense. And then I can't get... I can see gameplay. I can still press enter and get chat up. I can still like move around uh, in game, but I can't get off this screen where it says, please press a key to rechange it. Um, yeah, that's going to be a problem. For and you, I just got it? annoyed of it because I haven't got any time. Like today, it's the weekend, and... You know, I had about three or four hours earlier on just to do nothing with, and I'm trying to fight myself not to go to sleep and waste time because I don't like sleeping because that wastes time. So I thought I'd try and play the computer. I get that up there and just waste half an hour of my time. It gets me frustrated. Got my money back. You should have seen it, people. It wasn't a pretty sight. Him sitting in his Dell Boy uh, <laughs> uh, robe, just sitting robe. there, like not bothered with like showering or anything. I'm like, oh, turn it off, man. Turn it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. This game. This this game is uh is undecided at the moment. Um, but bear in mind, I've got to be when you review any game, you've got to see the good and the bad points. The good, the yeah, bad, and the ugly. That's the lips and the tongue. The lips. Um, it is a bit of a buggy mess at the moment. The FPS is all over the place, but I generally hope they do improve that. Um, they've they've done a lot. The guys already on that community. They're uh, if if you want if you play this game and you're in our Discord. I think you kind of have to be in a Discord and, and know you because Gray's got like a password and stuff for it. So drop us a line. I'm sure we can get involved. But yeah, like you, you can literally, you can literally, if you play Rust or Arc or anything like that, it's the same kind of idea. You'll get, you can build things uh, uh, like gunsmith tables and carpentry You know tables. one problem you are going to get with that game at this time, don't you? The more uh, you build, the slower that server's going to run. Well, I think that's part of the problem. I'm right by the railway station, and I think that's maybe why my FPS is getting shafted. Um, but improvements might bring it up. Yeah, uh, optimizations. But, but I, I, low I frames is the worst. It. Well, yeah, exactly. That I said that to the boys earlier on. I want them to stop putting loads of new stuff into it. Just try and optimize it to be pretty good and then add stuff onto it later when it's more stable. Because even when it's running more stable, my FPS is really low. Yeah, there's, there's uh, nothing worse than having one of the best graphics cards, and then the game, yeah. you just can't run anyway. So it is, it's frustrating, man. I want to love it, and I'm not giving up on it yet. I spent five, six hours playing it earlier on. I was streaming it for a while. Got some people in to watch that. They were curious. Um, and I've been kitted out with some guns and stuff, and you know, you can ride about on a horse, you can get a, make a lasso and go out and get your own horse and go out and chase bandits and kill the bandits and get their loot and their guns. And... It looked a bit grindy to me, though, because like, like I heard uh, a couple of the people chatting in chat, and they were like, yeah, we've been getting resources for the last hour, and I'm just thinking... That's that kind of game full stop, mate. That's literally a building sandbox type game. They're always like that. But yeah, but what I'm saying are... is... If you're not gonna like, I can understand grinding for resources if you're building up a uh, a base so that you can then wait for other people to come on the server and then like fight them. Yeah, 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 and that's what might end up happening. I mean, I did say that to Gray. I was like, you said it as well. Like, well, why don't you open it up, have more people in, a bit of a P- PVP? But I see your point and Gray's point. It's like we need to get used to this game ourselves, find our feet. 
let the game get a bit better, and then once we know the basics and stuff, then we can worry about killing other people. Yeah, so what, you like, you, you build up your base, uh, once you've all got, like, settled in, then you open up the server to other people to come in and do whatever, and then you go out yeah, on a hunt. Just murder them, yeah. Just, yeah like, I'm up for that. Them, yeah. <laughs> you need to buy the game again first, if and you, fix your problem. If you had played Ark, that's what it's like. It's really, really good. Like, Ark yeah, is a yeah. really good game. I'm not, not, not joking. It is... You can build anything you want. Mm. It's uh, I've got Ark, and I'll probably go back to it at one point. I just you got into Ark get... as we was all finishing it. We've been playing it for months. <sighs> it's the it's the money grabbing side of things. It's literally develop the game and run, and then not worry about much about improving it or maintaining it. Develop the game, get another DLC, uh, run, take the money. You know, I'm not. I don't really like that. Like yeah. I know I, I rabbit on about Rust a lot, but this game's been out of early access for over a year now they still update it with content every single month sometimes on a weekly basis i don't know many games that do that if you've got devs that have got love and attention to the game and they care about it they keep adding stuff to it and they listen to the community hmm. that's that's all you can ask for man i hope this gets better and even if it doesn't it's only 12 quid or so so if you like that kind of game we have got something going drop us a line in discord we can get you into our server if you uh, aren't on our Discord and you want to get on there, just go to our website, extremepcuk.co.uk. All of our links are on there. Um, you could jump into any of our different channels. Um, it's good. We love to see everybody on the Discord. And like, I'll be honest, our Discord, it is a nice environment. There's no bad eggs on there. You don't get anyone... You know, you know how sometimes you go to Discord and you just get people talking complete crap? <laughs> on ours, wow. everybody on there is, is decent. They want to play games. They want to get involved. And they want to help each other out which is like a really nice community. So, you know, you can use our Discord as well if you get stuck with computers or anything like that. You can just put in the main chat, look, I've got this issue, does anyone know? And you'll get 20 people straight away just like try and help you out. So yeah. it, it is a good good community to be in. Um, but yeah, Outlaws of the Old West, around 15 quid, check it out. Right, Erin, what have you been playing? Um, I mean, I've been playing you know, multiple games, but I've recently been trying to get back into playing Final Fantasy XIV um, as my main game, just because, you know, I've been playing it since 2013, well, technically since 2013, but I quit for a couple years. Um, so there's so, a lot of people playing this game. Why yes. Why Final Fantasy XIV over all the others? Well, XIV's an MMORPG, right? So it's, it's an online, it's... Um, yeah it's uh there's there's a new expansion coming out like in a couple months so it's um a lot of people are getting back into the game just because it's you know i've seen a lot of people streaming it yeah i mean there's just a lot of i think there's a lot of hype going on for shadow ringers and there was it was kind of the same thing going on for stormblood when stormblood was coming out so a lot of people who played the game um for a while and and stopped playing it and stuff like that they're getting back into it because you know a new expansion's coming out so they're raising the level cap and introducing a couple new jobs um i think dancer's one of them i forgot the other one is if there is another one yeah it's it's I don't know much about Dancer because I believe Dancer, I don't know, Bami, if you might know or anything like that, but... Nope. Um, do you play Final Fantasy? I do not, no. Yeah, I've never played it either. 
Yeah. Okay. So no, nobody Ta- knows. Tash does. Tash does. But yeah. Too busy. Sakumi does yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Sakumi does, and um, a couple other people do too. But um, dancers, this job, and the job is another name for class. But I don't know a whole lot about it because I believe it came out in Final Fantasy Eleven um, after I quit, or around the time I quit playing FF Eleven and went to WoW. So basically, with Final Fantasy, as you know, there are a lot of Final Fantasy games, but Final Fantasy Eleven was the online very- version. Yeah, well, that was online. It's very iconic. Like, I don't like for me, it's very nostalgic. Like, I miss so much about that game. Um, it could be a nostalgic factor. It could it could have been the mechanics? I don't know. But that basically, that game, it's it's not supported anymore. A lot of people have private servers, and a lot of people are playing it like on private servers. But as far as the game itself, Square Enix doesn't support it um, because they're focusing on Final Fantasy 14, which is online. So Final Fantasy 14's superseded 11. And so a little bit of history about 14 is I don't remember when it first came out. I want to say it was 2010. And you may or may not hear people refer to FF14 is like 1.0 versus 2.0 or whatever. Yeah, um, I've heard loads of you talking about yeah. that. Yeah. So Final Fantasy 14 1.0 was the first it was it was when the game came out, right? When the game first came out. And it was just complete garbage. I mean, it was a lot of people enjoyed it, you know, but the mechanics and the way the game functioned was just complete it was it was a hot mess. I never played it um, at the time. I think I was playing WoW, but it was a hot mess. I so never basically, played that so what? Square Enix? Just, you never played WoW? Nope. Okay, I played WoW for a few years, and it was it was I had a great time. Um, Wrath of the Lich King was a great expansion, and the next one after when Cataclysm came out, I stopped playing. It just yeah. Um, but anyway, that's besides the point. Um. So, so what they decided to do is Square Enix realized how trash <laughs> the game was. And they decided that, hey, we need to just rebuild this game from the ground up. So what they did is they ended the game world. Like, I'm not even joking. So what they did is they set a timer of when all the servers were going to go down. Okay. And they, they baked into the game a meteor and... um if you remember on stream Thursday when we were talking about, you know, how's going to do the music thing and stuff, um, Sakumi came in there and she's all like, um, learn how to play Dragon Song. And I'm like, no. I'm oh, not what is that, that when the meteor was coming? Yeah. Well, yeah, they came out with, uh, there's, there's, there's Dragon Song and then there's like a reprise version of that. And that's the song that was playing in the background when the game was ending. Even though I wasn't involved with that game ending stuff, it's still like, I can understand like the quote unquote sadness, you know, the emo-ness of all of that. So, um, but either way, they, they ended the game world. I'm by sort of feeling like a, a Leroy Jenkins moment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> every, so, so everybody like, like all their characters and stuff, like the world ended, like everybody died and you know, the game was just no more and they're like, we'll be back or something like that. So in 2013, they came out with 2.0 which is Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. So that's why it's called A Realm Reborn, because okay. that's exactly what it was. And it was a hit. I, I started playing that on launch. Um, 
but you'll refer, you'll hear people refer to like 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, and upcoming 5.0 because That's that the updates. is those are the, yes, those are the expansions. So 2.0 is a realm reborn, 3.0 is heaven's ward, 4.0 stormblood, and 5.0. So, so do um, you play 2.0, and then when you finish 2.0, then you go to the next one, then you go to the next one, or just, or you pick one you're going to go for, and then you just play in that realm. They're, they're all no 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 it's not like that they're all integrated oh, right. so so basically when you're leveling from level one to 50 um you're you're playing 2.0 content it doesn't mean like you can't go back to to 2.0 stuff when you're level 70 it's just it's just referring it just opens to the door a, at certain levels Exactly. It opens the door to different areas. Like when you hit level 50, well, you, you need to start doing Heavensward content. So that's the 3.0 content. So you'll, yeah. you'll get, get a mountain that flies around. You'll go to new areas, you know, different areas of, of lore and stuff like that. And then Stormblood's the next part. And Shadowbringers is going to give us a level bump and, of course, introduce a lot of, um, a lot of new content. So they're going to be bringing out this new one soon, which means all of you lot are all going to come back and play it again and get back into it. That's generally what happens. Like a refresh. When yeah, that's that's usually what happens is, you know, it's hype. So the thing I'm kind of bummed out about is, so when I first started playing Final Fantasy XIV, um, I played on PC because I back then I was a strictly PC gamer. You know, I, I played consoles when I was younger, mm. um, but I was I was a PC gamer, and I ended up quitting the game just because I you know life happens, right? So I went back to the game a couple years later in 2016, but this time around I quit PC gaming and I I started doing console gaming. So I bought the game for for I think PS4. everybody did that when the first Xbox came out. Everybody switched and then. When it got to the end of the Xbox One, everybody switched back. Yeah, well, I didn't because Xbox One was trash. But <laughs> that's when I switched from Xbox to PlayStation. Don't know if anyone else done the same. 360 was brilliant, but we shouldn't really be talking about consoles, should we? Nah, skip. Was, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so but then I started streaming, and I was just like, "Crap, you know, I I kind of want to stream Final Fantasy 14 because this is." It, it not because I mean it's pretty saturated. A lot of people are streaming it, but it's just like, well, I kind of want to stream it because I want to play it, but I haven't been playing it because I've been busy streaming. You so know what is I mean? that I've the been... game? Like, because I was going to bring this up as well. Because uh, whilst Amy's here, it'd be a good time to bring this question up, especially for you, Erin, because it's like Amy, did, when you started streaming, and we'll go back to what you're talking about in a minute, just to cut in for a second. Sure, sure. When you started streaming, Amy. Did you mm -hmm. find one game that you found that was what that's what took off your stream? Uh, Borderlands Two, yeah. Oh, uh, really? Because oh, I was yeah. saying to Erin, like, like she hasn't found her game yet, and like she's she's still in that area of of going from game to game to game to game, playing a little bit, and it's just mm -hmm. not picking up right now. Um, but I said the game will come along and it'll just all fall into place. Yeah, that's um, so true. Um, and then that becomes. It's like me um, with Row. I never, I never really had a game I play all the time, but Ring of Elysium was the one where, for some reason, that just stood out. And if I stream that, people will come on and they'll all get involved. And I think Erin, uh, with your game, do you, would you like it to be Final Fantasy fourteen? If if I had to pick a game, you know, I do really like. The it's never the one you pick, though. It's always the one that comes itself. 
Well, so I, I like the idea of, I, I would like to be a, a variety streamer, to be honest with you, just because I'm, I would like to share my gameplay, you know, Final Fantasy 14 is not the only game I play. So I'd like to share the gameplay of other games that I'm enjoying. Yeah. Um, you know, that ideally that's what it, it would be. But if I was, if I was to pick one game to just to to be streaming and not counting my music stuff i'm going to do stream just we're yeah. just talking about games here um it would be final fantasy 14 because there's always for one there's always something to do in that game there's just there's i mean even if i'm just leveling like goldsmithing or or there's always something to do in that game so there's always content to share yeah um there's always some form of progression and it's a game i enjoy you know the the main reason why i stepped back from playing that game for the past you know six months and just just recently got back into it is because i owned it on ps4 so unfortunately i had to go out and rebuy the game for for pc and start that whole thing again no, no, you don't start. Oh, you don't you, start over. Oh, it can cross. It's not. Yeah, it's Emma. Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's right. cross-platform. Um, but it was just I had to purchase, you know, the entire game all over again. Um, and also, I did pre-order the new expansion on PS4, so I'm going to have to actually buy the expansion Shadowbringers again. Uh, how much is that? The well, Shadowbringers is new, so it's sixty dollars. Oh wow! I wow. think no, 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 no. It's 40 it's 60 for the collector's edition which you get in-game stuff you know you get like a mount and stuff like that but since i already purchased collector's edition and you get that online you know that that content you get is online so i don't have to buy a collector's edition again because i'll re i'll maintain that stuff because it's cross-platform Hmm. See, Final Fantasy, I played Final Fantasy years ago, and it was the one where you had, like, your five little characters that you find along the way, and then you have, like, um, turn-based fighting. Um, well, and... they're, 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 a lot of them are like that, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole turn-based thing, I think, ended I love turn base. in 12. And I think after 12 is um, when they stopped doing turn-based. Yeah. But yeah, it does. It does look like an okay game. I don't think it's something I'd ever get into because it's so time consuming. Um, and well, Aaron's clearly passionate about it. I can tell yeah, yeah. that much. Uh, but everybody's got their passionate game. Like me, my yeah. game for that you lot would laugh at is it's Transport Tycoon and the original XCOM, which you'd all play now and you'd be like, "This game's crap," but <laughs> I love it. I could just play it all day. Those, those graphics, man. I'm not worried about graphics, man. I, I think as long, you sound as, the, gray. <laughs> as long as the gameplay, you can get involved in it and you can understand what's going on. The graphics don't really matter. Yeah. What do you think, Amy? No, I uh, I think it's more about the gameplay as opposed to graphics, definitely. What happens if you have both, Amy? What well, if you have both, then it's great. Yeah, obviously. your mind's blown. It's <laughs> <laughs> the ideal situation, but we can't always have it that way, Trev. <laughs> yeah, we can demand more, and they will it, give us more. It annoys me, yeah, because like we're running like a gaming podcast, a gaming community, and the minute I talk about, have you ever played Terraria? Oh, wait, wait a minute! Yeah, I, say, I, I like Terraria. Yeah, yeah. Nick, I the I minute, the good and the bad. Hold on, I hold on. The, the minute I try, I, I put Terraria on on the live podcast, yeah, and I said, "This is what I've been playing. I love it. I've been getting involved with it. I want some people to go dungeon crawling with." And I put it on, <coughs> Trev. Um, uh, Grey and half the community are like 8-bit crap, turn it off. And I'm like, bloody <laughs> hell, man, give the game a chance. Like, It might look 8-bit, 
but it's got so much in there. It's like they've took an old-fashioned yeah. game and they just made it like because obviously on a disc you used to get you only had so much space, so the game can only be so big. So what they've done is they've just took a game like that, they've made it massive. There's so much things to unlock, so many weapons, hmm. so many bosses, and yeah, it's, it's like, pretty amazing. Yeah, Amy, 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 can I tell you something? Uh, I, 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 I love winding neck up. It's good fun. <laughs> the thing is, they're not winding me up though. Like as soon as I talk about Trust a game like that, he really loves Terraria, and he just says That's this it. to annoy Nick. I go invisible <laughs> and I play it on Steam, so no one can see me playing it. The thing I'm is, a closet Terraria fan. Yeah. How many people can you get in that game? You can have as many people as you want on the server. You can all go like dungeon crawling, finding weapons. It's good I'm fun. Crawling. That sounds like something dodgy would do at the weekend in London. What is that? What is dungeon crawling? You don't know what a dungeon crawler is? No, I don't. See what I'm dealing with here, people. Sounds like a good time is what it sounds like. (laughs) Sounds like a good time, man. Have any of you ever heard of a dungeon crawler? Yeah. Why does everybody think I'm crazy? No, Nick, I'm with you here. I thought that was really common. I'm going to hit up the town and go dungeon crawling. Don't Google it. Do you see what I've got to deal with, Amy? Like, I get these on the podcast live and they all rip me and I'm like, look, I'm not the weird one here. You lot are the weird ones. (laughs) I'm the gamer here. You're the weird ones. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You really don't know what a, you got going on. You really don't know what a dungeon crawler is. I, I don't, I'm not googling that stuff. I know that much, mate. I, I'm going to google yeah. it because I'm I'm weird oh, like that. A dungeon crawler oh, is a game where you crawl dungeons, obviously. <laughs> I thought it was like a thing you done within these type of games. It's like a term. It's actually a game called dungeon crawler. Oh, man, someone help me! Anyone got a gun? I'm gonna shoot my own head off. No, I got a couple, yeah. <laughs> she has actually got a couple of real guns. She said to me the other day, we're playing row, and she said, "Oh, you see, what, what gun was it you saw?" It was a vector. She's in our local yeah, Tesco, was... and she's like, "I just saw a vector. I was gonna buy it." Yeah, it was. Uh, I was buying. Did you say Tesco's not a gas station? That's no, that, one of our stores over here. What our, our big oh, okay. store over here is. No, That's no, cool. no. I was I was at a gun store. I was buying some some range ammo, and I saw a vector, and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> crazy man! Uh, I'm just gonna buy a vector. Sod it. It shoots a thousand don't, bullets a second. Don't, don't get into that one, mate. Don't get into that one. Don't you open up a can of whip pass there? That's for another <laughs> separate entire pod altogether. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, back to Terraria. Yeah, it's a wicked yeah. game, and you and your friends, even though if you can look past the graphics. You can actually spend hours actually having a lot of fun on that game, looking for missions, looking for bosses. Man, you boring bastards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, That's Final right. Fantasy, done. It is, it is. Amy, what have you been playing? Uh, well, for the past, I don't know, maybe five months, my main game has been Warframe. I'm intrigued by um, this game because it's free to play. Yeah, it's completely free to play. They're like one of the only... Uh, they're one of the only people to have done free to play perfectly. It is well, where they don't keep spamming strong. you with buy this, 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 buy this. It's that annoying. How much has it changed? Like I remember when Fork Warframe came out, I almost said Far Cry. Is that a dungeon crawler? Yeah, dungeon crawler. When it first came out, I tried it and I was just like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, I am. I wouldn't know because I only started playing it like five months ago okay. um, so I, i'm always getting people coming into chat like oh what what's changed like what's new and i'm like uh, I, I, don't know. I, I don't i have no idea actually uh, sorry um but from my community i've heard that it's completely different from what it used to be i know uh, way back when it's like I'll, I'll just like a brief description of what it's like it's basically you're like a space ninja 
it's like a looter shooter wow. and your your whole goal is to just be as powerful as you can physically be so, so you dungeon crawling no Jesus. you got me a space no. ninja man i'm all over i love it I it's know, honestly, I'm, it's I'm... <laughs> you've sold it to him by just saying space ninja, space ninja. this I is mean, the mentality we're dealing with if you say, if you say I mean, it's pirate space ninja space. it's like i want it no pirate ninja that's boring space ninja that was, space that, pirate. that was one of the first big games to do free to play if i remember way back to yeah. playstation 4 not long coming out it's it been was going like for 2013, 2013 or something i think is when it came out is it literally yeah, it's you go and do like a one like level and you go off and you kill everything you loot up and then you bring that back yeah well there's like um you have the whole solar system and you need to unlock each planet as you go and i think way back when you only had one i think you only had earth is that right erin i don't remember it was like six years ago yeah it was so long ago i think i think you only used to have one planet which is just so crazy to me because now we have like the whole solar system and all our moons and everything that you can go and explore and loot yeah. and there's you can get all these different materials for crafting and from all these various different planets and it's huge now and i can't even begin to imagine what it was like way back when when you only had one is there planet. like hundreds of weapons or only a few um i, w- I don't know if there's maybe a hundred ish i'm not entirely sure because i'm still like i've been playing it for quite a while but i'm still nowhere near unlocking all the things that i am able to unlock um oh, right. to level up you have you have things called mastery levels uh your mastery rank i'm only 10 and there's a total of 27 and every time you unlock another mastery you unlock a load new weapons that are available to you all so right. i i haven't unlocked and then all you've of got the to make them things yet. Uh, yeah you need to go and make them you need to go and find a source all of the different materials that you need to craft these different weapons and Make yeah, them super powerful with mods and stuff, yeah. Because the whole community knows one thing about me. Um, we've had massive discussions on loot boxes. We've had massive discussions on buy, pay to win and stuff right. like that. But one thing that you you don't know, but everybody else knows about me is I love loot. I could play a game over and over and over again doing the same thing if, if I get rewarded with something every time. And you would absolutely except, love Warframe. You would love except it. Fortnite. Except Fortnite. I hate Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, I like Fortnite. I play Fortnite. I think I hate Fortnite more because you just bang on about it so much. <laughs> no, I think I think the reason why people don't like Fortnite is just because it tries like kids. All, it tries yeah, all the kids really. Because I crapped on Fort, I crapped on Fortnite too until I tried it. I, I wonder why they're attracted to that game. Hmm, all the kind of kiddie graphics and stuff. That's probably why they're going. Oh, that looks good. I saw someone playing it at the event i sixty four, and this guy. In fact, it was your it was your little lad. Uh, but Nick, he was he only was... playing that for one reason. He doesn't play that. He was uh, playing like a cheap... The guy had a cheeseburger head on. I'm like, and you wonder why you get five-year-olds in the game? Yeah, but that just shows my mentality of my kids because the only reason he was playing Fortnite is because obviously I can't put him on a stand at Insomnia playing CSGO when he's eight. <laughs> so I had to think of a game that he could play, competitive game that he could play at his age, which is illegal for his age. Because obviously when he's in my house, he plays CSGO, Overwatch. Um... Plays Ro with us. Yeah, what about Ro? Is Ro, Ro must be, is that illegal all, for him? But the thing is, it's down to the person who's... Like, my kids, like, it's all down to the parenting skills, you know. And the thing is, like, I won't lie to people. I reckon Leo is going to become a competitive player. He's got some serious skills in-game. 
um, which he's, everybody's he's seen. He's better than all of us. Yeah, generally. like we play Rote and he'll beat us. He'll start telling us what we're doing wrong in game. He's eight. <laughs> he carries us. And like he gets into games like the other day he was watching. Um, I showed him how to work Twitch and how he could, and like he rang me up. Like I've I I've not watched any streamers really yeah, apart from you guys. And he rang me up. I showed him because it was before we went to i64. I said, "Look, if you log in, you click this star, it will take you to uh, Twitch. There's my channel. You can watch us live for 24 hours." Because he wanted to connect with me while I was there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he rings me up on the way down there. Daddy, guess what? I found Shroud. And I figured, mm-hmm. how do you know who Shroud is? How do you know who he is? Well, I watch him on YouTube and I watch him on telly. Like he, he he's well good at this. He does this. I, he's, I'm learning how to flick my 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 knives in my hand. I'm learning how to do this and how to do that. And the thing is, he's next level gamer. So like he's only eight. And I know a lot of people might complain about this, but it is what it is. Um, I could put him in a game with all of us in CS:GO or something. I can guarantee you, kill all of us. Guarantee it. Yeah. If you want someone good in your team. Get the little guy in, he will he will carry. Sure. But the thing is, well, am I right or wrong for pursuing a career for him in, in gaming? Yeah, yeah, yes, you're right, mate, but be very careful with that. Not that I'm trying to teach you about kids and stuff, I don't have any, but <laughs> yes, don't, don't, don't get them to be on it constantly, man, pushing them all the time and all the time. No, no, it's well, really what happens is. education than the breaks and shit, you know? Well, I don't push him at all. He'll spend 24 hours a day on there if he could. Um, yeah, so you just take them away from it. Uh, my family every weekend we have to get, we got walking boots and stuff every every early morning. Sorry, just burp down the thing. Every early morning, like we go out, <laughs> we go out. Yeah. Every early morning we go out and we go walking like in the local area with the hills and all that. We go out, we do like family stuff outside, and then he gets half a day to play computer if he's got time. Uh, he's got to have all of his schoolwork done. And do you know what? Lots of people would have bad issues with this but for me it works as a bonus because i know how good he is at the computer and i know that he really needs i'm looking for some kind of if anyone knows anything i'm actually looking for some kind of training where it sort of brings him into the area of where obviously he can't play competitive games he's not old enough to yet but he can go there and like a training camp where he gets used to being in with other people playing on other machines do you know what i mean like like a training mm. camp, and I thought it was quite a good idea, but it probably you'd probably get loads of people protesting against it, like kids gaming training school, you know. Well, well it's, it's it's still a pretty newish kind of thing, like it's still a bit of a niche still. So I don't know if you'd find out the answer for that, but this but is if, the perfect platform to try and get you yeah, an answer, if, I guess. But if you look at the competitive gaming scene, you get mm-hmm. kids at 16, and they come straight straight away to get 16. They're on there, they're playing competitive games. Leo has got. Eight years practice on that game before he even gets to that age, which he's already been playing yeah. for four years. That's scary, man. From four years old, four or five. Years a lot earlier before that, I used to play computer at like three. He was playing. Jesus, he, do you know what? And people, there's a lot of people out there probably be like, "Look, this is wrong what you're doing," and some people will be like, "This is fair enough." I'm not being funny. My my son, I'm not being big-headed, but it's just the truth. He's uh, in the top five of his whole school that year. Um, he's a fluent reader. He can read through books instantly, like just reads books. And he learned to read because he wanted to play Zelda Link to the Past when he was like two and a half, three or whatever, when he was tiny. And he'd played a game and he I, I can't read this. I don't know what's happening. And he he learned to read. He actually said that he wanted to read. I don't know, it's about three, three years old or something, four. And he basically pushed himself because he wanted to read. 
and like now he's like one of the best at reading. So uh, as long as he's at the top of his of all of his schooling, uh, he's he's socialising well and stuff like that, then I'm not too bothered about it. You know, he's a good yeah, but kid. The, the age scares me, man. Like three years of age, like your next one's going to be gaming while it's in the womb still. Like, that's just <laughs> mental. It gets younger and younger all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, but like some people are for it, some people ain't. But anyway, it is what it is. But he's mm. he's. I personally, I've got four kids, and and one of them wants to be a competitive gamer and has got the skill to be. So why not go with it, man? Yeah, yeah, damn right, man. He, 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 do it for daddy, so that you win thousands and thousands of pounds. Yeah, man. What an investment! And you have an easy life. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm not being funny. You guys met Leo at the show. Uh, what was he like to you? He's he's a really sweet, nice little kid. He's not like yeah, he's, loud. He's a great little kid. No, yeah. he, he isn't an arse or anything. Like cause some kids Nick, you know some people that are playing the the PC all the time. You see, like remember the little German kid that YouTube video? You take away his uh, his computer or he dies and he starts smashing the place up. Some people are so spoiled with all that stuff yeah. that they just go nuts. But Leo, when he's not used, he's not playing all the time. He's a sweet guy, a sweet little kid. Yeah, so. but that's the thing. He's got a good balance, I think. And as long as yeah, he's got that balance um, and that doesn't change, then I'll pursue uh, him gaming. And I don't see, like, uh, I had this conversation with someone the other day and it was about the difference between esports and him practicing and learning to mm-hmm. real sports. And the only difference is that it's physical and it's good for him. Um, if he's doing physical stuff as well, I don't see what bad is. What what the bad is that's there? We like I played no. kids when I was I played kids when I was a kid. I played <laughs> games from when I was a young age. I sat in my PC on my own with no guidance, no one to play with. There was no internet back then, and it was like I just sitting there playing my game on my own. Um, yeah, but you're not letting them play it for like six, eight hours in one, in one setting or something. Are sometimes you? he plays for a few hours, but it ah, depends. Hours, depends yeah, right. what I'm doing. Like it might be a weekend where it's raining out, there's nothing to do. You know, we've got a network in my house. We'll all play together. He'll be playing Overwatch. I'll be playing this. We like my kids. Like some again, some people agree, some people don't. My kids are treated like my best friends more than me being the boss and, and dictating what they do. So they'll they'll answer me back. They'll talk to me. So I'll go to Leo. Leo, go and get in the shower. And he'll be like, "You can't get in the shower." But the thing is, it's on the same level where he's never rude to me. He'd never repeat a swear word, and he'd never be nasty to anyone. So his morals are good. So I think if that's the way it's going, then, like, crack well, on. Well done, mate. Well done. Let's stop talking about it now, anyway. Yeah. I'm rabbiting on about Leo and playing games. Warframe. <laughs> Warframe, anyway. So, yeah, getting back to Warframe. <laughs> yeah. That was the biggest tangent of the night. I that's what we it. do. We do it all the time. We've done one once, yeah, and Jansen's just like, um, yeah, Asda's have started selling gaming PCs in Australia. And from that, somehow... We got on to talking about what what we buy from in the shops in Aldi's. Wow! <laughs> and it was just like the thing is, like to be fair, a lot of people can relate to it, so it's a good conversation. Like it's, it, it, it's enjoyable, and I find myself like even when I listen back to it, sometimes I find myself laughing at us and myself, and I think <laughs> weirdo, <laughs> I'm listening to myself. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's really weird hearing your own voice. But yeah, back to Warframe anyway. So with all the loot and stuff in there. It's yeah. the kind of game that I could just probably just keep going and going and going. What's the end game? Uh, we, the, the community jokes. We say that fashion frame is the end game, just trying to make your frames look as cool as they can. We have IKEA frame, which is making your ship and your dojos like designed. What well, can you design stuff? Really 
oh yeah there's a, a big creative aspect to it um but that's not really something that you dabble with uh, early doors um oh, right. yeah there's a lot of creative stuff in it which is super super cool so has it got the element where you're rewarded the longer you play by being showing off the best items trev's gonna go what <laughs> for me a game if it's got so much in it like i say into trev and i say to everybody else if we're mm-hmm. playing a game and if i get rewarded with a golden gun for playing a thousand hours i'll play a thousand hours because mm-hmm. it lets yeah, there's, a, there's login bonuses and every i think it's like you get one for 50 100 500 thousand um i obviously don't know what they are because i haven't been going that long but apparently they're pretty decent i I don't know. I'm so, sure people have told me what they are, but I can't remember. So could you play a game and there's someone else comes into the game, a random person, and they've got something and you look at them and you go, whoa, that guy knows his, his stuff in this game. He's been playing a long time. Can yeah. You, you can tell from like what they're wearing. You what... can tell, yeah. Uh, you can just uh, tell by the, um, I don't know, the cosmetics and stuff that people have. They've obviously been playing a while to be able to acquire certain items. And it's do- it's kind of hard to describe. It's not the fact that they've been they're not time locked items i guess yeah. it's more the fact that the longer you play right let's um the longer you play that you kind of run out of things to do and you end up trying to work for platinum which is like the uh the actual money currency but you don't actually need to pay for it you can work for it in game which All is right. why the uh, it, which is why it's free to play done perfectly like the the actual bought currency that you can get in game you can actually earn in game to get the really fancy items that yeah. these people will have. And the way to get that is going out into the the wonderful world of Warframe and going and farming some really hard-to-get items, like really rare mods and stuff like that, and then selling them on Sounds to good. other people in-game. And it's amazing. And that's how you'll find people that are look they look really amazing because they're, they've had enough time in the game to be able to go away and do that, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So do do you play um, Warframe outside of your stream, or do you just play it when you're streaming? I only play it when I'm streaming because one of, one of my favorite things about Warframe is the community that follows it. Yeah. It's, um, you'll always find if there is a new person in chat and they're there because it's Warframe, they will help. They'll drop everything they're doing to help you if you're stuck in a heartbeat. Like the community is so so lovely. Um, and also, I think if I was going to be playing Warframe on my own, it wouldn't be anywhere near as enjoyable yeah because you do find yourself like to get different warframes and stuff you need to go and farm a boss like up to 50 times some people get really unlucky and you need to be doing it like 100 times one boss to get different drops from them oh really um and if you were doing on your own i guess that'd be really dull but if you've got a group of friends with you and you're all getting frustrated because you're not getting that one bit that you all need and so, yeah, it's really good fun when you've got uh, friends around you. But if you're on your own, it'd be a sounds bit... pretty good. Sorry, mate. What's what is actually a Warframe? I know that's the game, but you're saying oh, when we get a Warframe. Oh yeah, a Warframe is like um, it's a frame of war. Yeah, <laughs> it's um. Oh, I, oh, if I explain it properly, it's kind of a spoiler in the game. It's basically that's like right. think of it like a. He's like that's all right. I want to know. <laughs> It's like a character that you can play that has a different ability set. I think there's some okay. um, 30 or 40 different Warframes that you can unlock. Ah, okay. Um, so and each one, yeah, they all look different. They all they all have these really weird and wonderful abilities. Like there's one guy that his ultimate power is him just bringing up a load of tentacles from the floor and trapping all of the enemies in a certain radius. Yes. And it's. Yeah, it's it gets a little bit strange like that, but it's amazing and 
Yeah, that's what a Warframe is. Yeah. Strange is good, kinda. Yes, Strange is definitely. It good. Sounds quite good. <laughs> it uh, sounds mental, but it, in a good way. It's quite it's, funny because absolutely mental. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this, but when you you said something, it triggered something in my head. And I thought of Robocraft for some random reason. You ever played Robocraft? Oh my god, mate, nope. really? That's actually really funny though, Trev. Have you played it with us when we all played it? I, I watched you play it, but I don't see how they're similar. I know, I, they're not similar in whatsoever. But I think okay. it was something to do with free-to-play. And when you're saying free-to-play done right, there's a game called Robocraft where uh... you basically play the game and at the end of it they give you unlocks and like they give you certain bricks. When you get these bricks, you can build a new robot with the many bricks you've got. And then you take that that robot into battle but there's hundreds of people building their own ones um but it's just really funny shell if uh, she was here she'd tell you how funny it was like that shell should have came on tonight actually i don't know what happened yeah where are you she shell we do the pod yeah you said you'd do the pod shell <laughs> my fault for not remembering anyway but yeah um it, it's a really funny game to play with other people uh where you go into battles as five of you on each team and you just get blown to smithereens but then you build these things i don't know why i'm bringing it up it just randomly pops into my head but you should check it out. It's called um, Robocraft, which is pretty funny. But yeah, Warframe, um, you've actually sold that to me. I might have to try it out. I'm always a bit it's funny with free-to-plays, but... Mm. What's the harm in trying it if it's free-to-play? Yeah, right? it's yeah. free. You may as well. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's true. The only thing I will say if you do try it is it can be a little bit confusing because the game doesn't do a very good job of explaining anything to you. Um, so don't be, afraid to, don't be afraid to use the wiki. There is a whole Warframe wiki. Don't be scared to use it. How That's do they make I'll their say. money, Amy? Uh, is, is it literally just cosmetic in-game purchases? Yeah. Or is it actually yeah, like, you can, seasons or what? Uh, you, can, you can buy platinum, uh, which you can use to buy like boosters to like your credits or your affinities, like your XP mm-hmm. um, and your resources and stuff like that. You can buy cosmetics. Uh, yeah, there's loads of stuff like that. But I find that a lot of the community... That, that you don't you never need to spend money if you never wanted to spend a single penny on warframe you wouldn't have to and you wouldn't lose any content which is why it's free to play them right but you yeah. find so many people actually want to spend some money on the game to support the devs and that's the most yeah. wonderful thing and that's one of my favorite things about the game oh good they're not money grabbing then it's just like, no not at all you can you'll never see page. like you'll never see um then pop up by this like, oh, Go and buy this now. No, you never get that, and it's um, it's fab. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a couple of games that have been like that, where it's sort of like the game's so good that they don't need to ram it down your throat. You want to give yeah. money because you want to give something to them to say, look, I want to give you thanks for the game so good. Yeah, um, that's exactly it. But I might have to try that out. But yeah, Warframe, check it out, people. Free to play. Amy says it's the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's move on. Um, that's all of our games this month. Uh, we've got one question, so I'll do the questions as we normally do, or we could actually do the community and extras first. Um, has anybody got anything for community and extras? Did anyone want to say Come anything on, about... Quick London! But it's a couple of months off, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, that is very good. Very good, Trev. Yeah, Twitch sure London, sad, man. Mate. Twitch London. It's at Twickenham Stadium. It's right by us. So, uh, yeah. there might be a few after parties, or there might be some... Uh, next house, woohoo! Good stuff going down. But if anyone wants to come to Twitch London, it's on 6th of July, I believe. You get your free tickets. Yep. You get them by going to Twitch London's site. Then you will, log in. Yeah, you will log in with your uh, Twitch account. You get one ticket each. Anybody wants to come to Twitch London, on our Discord, we've got a whole text channel about it. Jump onto there. Just put the text in there saying, look, I'm coming to Twitch London. And then I will send you all the details of where we're meeting up, what time we're going, um, and who's going with us and stuff like that going to be pretty cool. Amy, uh, you're definitely going down, aren't you? 
million percent it's my favorite event of the whole year are you doing a is community it? meet up down there with all your community or are you meeting up with us a lot and meeting everyone in one big crew um i have not planned that far ahead yet oh, well either way <laughs> no it's, it's up yeah, to you because well the thing is i always invite people with us and i try to get a massive group of us so we're all together mm-hmm. um like we meet up in the morning somewhere we all meet up have a few drinks like a couple of chilled beers and then we all go together but i do understand um a lot of communities, like, obviously, when it's people in my community, they're going to meet up with us and we're all going to go together. But obviously, you've got your own community and you might have your own plans. If that's yeah. the case, then we'll just meet you down there um, and see what happens. But I'll definitely meet you there no matter what. Yeah, but the thing I will is, track you down. the reason why I'm making this plan is, obviously, I know the area really well. Um, and Twickenham, it's all right, but it's not the best place for bars, pubs and stuff like that. It's not much there. But literally, right. a five-minute walk, if you know where you're going... Uh, is Richmond. Richmond is a uh, proper tourist. That's where everybody comes to this country. They want to go there. Massive hill in Richmond Park. All really nice pubs. All river scene. It's all very scenic. All bridges. Nick, why do you want to drink before? Is it not open from like 2, 3 o'clock to like half 11 at night or something? Is that not enough time? No. <laughs> no, because we, we like to make a day of it. So me and Jansen normally will go somewhere before. Like the last one... Uh, we went to Shoreditch. The, then the one after that, we went to um, a few pubs in Soho. Uh, so this one, our actual plan will be, is we'll all be meeting at 11 o'clock in the morning in Richmond. Richmond's really nice. If it's a really sunny day, there's all these hills on the side of the river. Um, they're like all steps. It's really nice and posh. And uh, there's all nice bars there. And what you can do is you grab a beer, you'll have to take it outside, and you can sit on the riverfront it gets absolutely rammed there in the summer. Um, even at 11 o'clock in the morning, it'll be really, really, really busy there. But what we're going to do is we're going to go there, we're going to have a couple of beers, not like get mashed up or nothing, just a couple of chilled beers. And then from there, it's only a, a couple of minutes walk to Twickenham Rugby Ground, where then we'll... Because um, I used to live on the back of Twickenham Rugby Ground. I used to live actually on the road it's built on, um, like two seconds away. So I know all the pubs around there and stuff like that. And Twickenham's not as good as Richmond, so... But it's up to you. Like, you lot can all do what you want to do, but we'll be meeting at 11 o'clock in Richmond. Um, well, even if you only have one or two casual ones, it's handy because, like, trying to meet up in a stadium, that can't be easy. Yeah, but you won't be disappointed anyway if you go to Richmond because it's a really nice area um, uh, and, and really nice for a couple of beers. But, yeah, like, Amy, get your plans together um, and it's up to you. But if you wanted to, you can always meet us uh, wherever you're staying and stuff. We'll meet up. We'll all go to Richmond have a few I had beers. a radical idea, Nick. What happens if two communities meet up and go in at the same time? <gasps> is, it like, is it like the streams in Ghostbusters? Like you, you cross them and like the shit hits the fan. <laughs> two communities come. It's like a football factory. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like a football casual. <laughs> uh, yeah, now, nah, do you know what? Me. That's one good thing about the gaming industry that's well good is everybody looks after everybody. Everybody's cool. Um, yep. Doesn't matter your background, what you look like, where you're from, who you are. <laughs> Everybody, said, yeah, said. everybody just gets on, um, and that's the whole thing. Everyone's unique, um, so that's why I like Especially it so much. You. I'm Especially. very unique. I'm very unique. <laughs> There's only one of me, man. I broke the mold. Oh, thank God. But um, oh, do you know what? One thing I just wanted to talk about before we get into the question as well: Has anybody watched Dead Pixels? Nope. I've seen a lot of people getting really annoyed with this program. Have you seen IT Crowd? I haven't, but I've heard of it. Oh my people god! Say, people say you're working IT funniest... before, Trev, and you haven't watched it. I'm like the IT crowd is the funniest, funniest program for like computers. If you do computers, it's just so, it's about three a girl and two blokes say work in the basement and they're the IT support, 
and it's just well funny, like proper funny. But then they brought out, I tried to do like another program like that that's built on the gaming community called Dead Pixels, and all I've seen is people slating it because they've basically got it so wrong. Like, it's so unbelievably wrong, um, the way to get... It's like some big boss somewhere has said, I want to do a gaming thing, and his idea of gaming is just so wrong to what the real thing is. Like, there's one girl, she's a gamer, and she's like... She goes up to another girl at a bus stop that looks like a gamer, a bit gothic, she's got, like, black clothes on, ripped jeans, and she's got, like, a Pac-Man key ring, and the gamer girl walks up to her, and she's like, you ain't a gamer, and she starts starting on her, and she's like, I I shit in a bucket at at my computer... Because I'm a proper gamer, you're not. You're just dressing up like one. And everybody wow. I've seen has complained because they're like, "Who is? who's the one writing this script and saying that gamers treat other gamers like that? Because that's not what happens. Everybody's the total opposite of that. And mm-hmm. I've watched it. And because I heard so many people complaining about it, I thought I'd watch it and see what it was like. And it is a bit like, it's like they're playing World of Warcraft. Um, was it Netflix or something? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, no, it's on. I'm I think I've recorded it on on Virgin. To be fair, but right. it's like they're playing World of Warcraft, but they've got it so wrong. There's some bits they got right, um, but it's like one of the guys comes in uh, to the office, and the girl. It's a bit crude how like open she is about like, oh, I want this this guy to to get hold of me and do this to me, and I'm like thinking that that well, don't happen either. That's not like, like that. <laughs> Like you've got this so wrong. Like what you think? You think because of uh, it's a gamer girl, like everyone's easy or something. Like, but you watch it and you'll just find yourself getting really annoyed with it. Um, And I saw loads of people complaining about it, um, and them saying after the second episode, right, I'm never going back to watch that ever again. And then I watched it and I thought, do you know what? It's easy watching. You could watch it like quite easily. Like you know, sometimes you just put something on, you just chill and watch it. But the thing is, when you do watch it and you are a gamer, it's a bit offensive. Because it's like it's putting you in this little box saying you're this way, and I don't think any of us really are. So, um, it, it, it you need to watch it to find out. But maybe that's something you lot could have a do to check I'm it curious. out. I'm curious, I'm curious, no man. Um, yeah, I really want to watch it now. But like, I'd, I'd like to see you lot watch like the first second episode. They're only like 20 minutes long or 25 minutes long, just to see okay. if you come back and you're like, yeah, I agree with you. This ain't nothing like it, a gaming community. Or if you're like, there are similarities. There's only one thing they've done so far in it. It is her and her mate are in game. There, a new guy in the office comes in. He's like, "Can I play with you?" He's a noob. He comes in and he's like, "Look at me dance! Look at me dance!" And he's dancing. And that's the only thing that I thought that that us as <laughs> as gamers do like stupidly like. That's some... me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in the pub quiz. Oh my word. Yeah, but uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, Dead pixels and like, if anyone's watching it, let us know. Send us in your comments about if you think it's like a real gamers are like that. Or if you agree with the program, or you dislike it, or you liked it, because it'd be interesting to find out the bigger picture from uh, a bigger uh, range of people what they thought. But um, yeah. but right, uh, anyone else got anything to say about the community? No, don't think so. No, Erin, you all good? Yep. Are you still here? I'm starting to starting to get a little. Oh a little man, sleepy. don't tell me you're turning into hands. A little. We had it once where hands fell asleep. Start snoring. <laughs> because we were talking that. about a game. That, uh, what was it I was talking about? Uh, what game? I can't remember what it was. There was a game that I used to talk about all the time. Oh, um, uh, Empyrean. 
And then he was just like, this is so boring. I hate this game. And I kept talking about it. And we turned it into a whole like two hours special. And he just sleep, slept. What, what time is it there, Aaron, at the moment? It's 3.15. 3.15 in the afternoon. It's nearly 12 o'clock here. But anyway, yeah, right, yeah. there's no more community and extras. Let's get into the questions. Uh, we've yeah. got one question this month, and that's from Little Donkey. Little Donkey's been our community. He's at I64. Fair play. Um, right, Little Donkey, what i do, uh, Amy, for you, because you've never been here, I'll read the question out, mm-hmm. and then we all talk about it. Okay. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, uh, I so think li- I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> so Little Donkey says... Uh, uh, can you repeat? Uh, like, don't, because now I'm going to mess way. it all up. He's actually sent me pictures, so there. Oh, well, okay. Um, I was listening to one of the old pods today and you mentioned getting a warehouse unit and having uh, a part of it for a LAN party or like a, a BYOC setup, bring your own computer. Um, I was just wondering if that's still something you guys were hoping to do or if you was any closer to doing it. Um, so basically, uh, we quite often do LAN parties at my house, but it's normally just the, the people that that are really close in the community or live close by. Um, something we was looking into was basically hiring out an area because like we've got a few people that have got some really good zones that we could probably use like gaming like um, what they called gaming esports bars and stuff like that and we did think about like doing a mini land setup where we do some like cheap tickets of like 30 quid uh, for the day and then we do mini competitions and then people will win a graphics card. There's free pizzas and there's beers um, or, or drinks if you're driving. Um, and it's something we're still well interested in doing, but it's just uh, getting the amount of people in to do it. Um, like, would Trev, would you be up for that? Would you come down for something like that? Is it uh, way too far? I, 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 uh, I would consider it. I mean, I've got the gaming laptop and all yeah. to do that. But you know you know who could help you out with that? Come. Your, your boy Will. <laughs> <laughs> he, that's what he was talking to me about at the, the pub quiz though seriously that's the stuff he was talking to me about like yeah we, we do that yeah. we do that yeah. um anyway <laughs> uh amy is it something you would do or consider or not too far absolutely. away absolutely no yeah? it's, it's not that far for me if trev's well, thinking about it then i definitely well can. we do get we do get <laughs> a lot of people yeah a lot of them do come from like birmingham cause it's only t- you can get straight on the a40 or the m40 my house is at the other end of the m40 so it's an hour on there and you're straight Easy. at my front door um, yeah. But what we normally do is we normally have it where we set a time like 12 o'clock uh, and then basically everybody comes down. We all meet up. We basically turn my front room. We get all the tables in and we have it. So we've got two massive great tables and everybody's sitting around. We get pizzas and stuff like that. Normally, it's just us lot chilling out, having a laugh. Um, we live stream the whole thing, but we just have a laugh. Um, but this one might be more of an actual mini event where we arrange it. Um, and then, like, because I said to people, if you go out on a Friday night, you'll spend 30 quid easily. But if you came to a gaming event, which was run by us, say there was 20 people, I think I arranged it on 20 people. It works out. I can give away, like, a 10, a 10.50 TI, uh, buy pizzas and beer, and it still works out. Like, I can make a little bit for doing it and for buying a venue and stuff like that. And we can all have a really good night out, like, through from 12 at midday to, like, 12 at night. Um and what what the sort of idea we was talking about doing was, so say there's 10 of us in a room, or 20 of us, we all put into a hat a game that we like the most. And a lot of them games are going to be the same as other people. So I might be like Ring of Elysium, you like, might be like Rocket League, uh, Warframe. And what we do is, everybody gets on them games and we do a leaderboard. So 
you're obviously going to be better in a game you play to get your points on the leaderboard. But then mm-hmm. I might be better at Rocket League, so I get my points there. And basically, everybody basically has to play all of the games, and we get scores related to something in game. And then at the end of the night, uh, there'll be like a giveaway for the person that's got the score throughout all of the games you've played. I think that'd be really cool. I think I that like sounds awesome. Yeah, I like that idea. And it's like a night out. Like, don't have to drink. It can just like people that I probably wouldn't drink because um, I only drink when I'm going out, proper going out. Um, but yeah, I think like it could be a whole day and into the night, like twelve till twelve, and it could be like much better than going out on a Friday night because you're with all your mates, you're all having a laugh. Um, um, yeah, I might I might think about doing it. Let us know, people in the uh, people listeners. Let us know if that's something you'd be up for. Um, because if it is, we'd only need twenty people to fill one of the nights anyway, which ain't a lot of people. And who knows? Grow, you know. Where did Epic Land come from? Who knows? Yeah, point. But yeah, hopefully uh, that answers your question. Uh, have any of you lot got anything to say on the question? No. Well, that bit summed nope. it up, man. I did all no. the talking for you. Yeah. Well, wow. Thank you as But yeah, other than that, um, that brings us to the end of the podcast, people. It's a nice bumper edition, isn't it? But it was going to be because uh, I said before there was a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff to talk about. And it's going to be a minimum of two hours. Um, if it's the podcast is sort of changing, you know, you can always send in your uh, views on what you think, what you or like ideas. the most. Because a lot of people, have, I've been a lot of comments recently asking for hardware talk. Um, but then again, if you send us some questions, we could talk about the hardware and stuff like that. Uh, spend and, a bit more time in the, the questions if there's more relevant stuff to talk about, I guess. And, and one thing else I was talking about doing is I might start actually live streaming the builds we do for the shows. Yeah, totally should, cool. mate. Well, we were talking I about... I did that already. No, no, thought... that was the first oh, one. They don't do it often. You should really do that. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's sort of... Me and Jance, because it's just the two of us, we'd like to just chill, have a laugh. And I don't know... We probably wouldn't come across too professional when we're building uh, the way we build, because we have a laugh and a joke, and we but just have fun no with expecting, it. No one's expecting you to be Kingpin or... Jay's two cents, man. Well, actually, he's a bit goofy, to be fair. So you <laughs> just ripped him up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no. Well, the thing is, um, our builds, like you've all seen them, you've seen the quality we put out. Um, but one thing we was looking at doing, which we might still be doing, is obviously we use a lot of green screens and stuff like that, and different camera tricks and stuff. We was thinking about actually setting it up on the next one where the green screen will actually cover the table. So it will come down from the wall, cover the whole table, and go down onto the floor. And then what we was going to do is we was going to do like some computer overlay on there. So it looks like a futuristic desk and workshop with all the tools and that on the wall. Um, and then so when you're looking at our stream, you see the computer getting built, all the tools, all the screws, all that sort of stuff. Uh, you see us. But when the computer's on the desk, it looks like it's on some like futuristic desk. We thought that'd be pretty cool. Ooh, yeah. With all that, yeah. with all the green screen for that. and stuff. But yeah, we, we, we keep your eyes peeled. Uh, if we do do that, I'll let everybody know. But apart from that, it's been good. It's good to be back. Uh, sorry I weren't on the last one. Big thanks to Trev for uh, covering the last one. I know that when you're doing it for the first time on your own, it's actually a lot harder than first seems. So I'll never forget my first time, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> first time and I broke you in oh my god but um <laughs> yeah so that brings us to the end of the podcast uh cheers for coming on Amy cheers Erin uh thank you for having me Trev's yeah, always here you're more than welcome anytime well, well- 
you're welcome to we nick uh, games on a tuesday night in his channel and on a thursday nights our weekly live pod i know it's maybe difficult for you thursday nights because your your other half might be on but mm-hmm. anytime he isn't and he's taking a break you jump in and that's that is a makeup session if that's what you're worried about yeah you're live on camera and it's okay. it, it is pretty laid back. The <laughs> chat goes all over the place, but it is actually Nick, really funny. And Nick, Nick doesn't do his makeup for it, man. You see the state of his hair; he just puts a cap on anyway. So it's true. Yeah, man. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't try and fix something that's so broken. <laughs> a hat and a hoodie. A hat and a hoodie. Yeah, that's the way. I like to be comfortable. But yeah, cheers for listening, people, uh, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers for coming on, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Extreme PC UK.